It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. for visiting Twisting the Wind. That's what you're doing right now. You're just, you're just visiting, okay? Remember that. It's just a visit. <laughs> shark attack. <laughs> it's a shark attack. It's a shark attack. You never got shark attack. What's wrong? Hey, what's wrong? You never got shark attack before? Yeah. Well, you're getting shark attack right now. You're getting a little shark attack. What's wrong? You never got shark attack before. You never got shark attack. Well, you never got shark attack before, huh? What's your deal? What's your deal? You never got shark attack? Not even once? Not even once did you get in? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, sweet baby dogs. Welcome into here. Twisting the wind. Number, number on the spiral Jackson's float down. Just let it float down. We are in the dandelion wind tunnel. It's a light breeze. It is, uh, we're far away from the wind source, so it's good. We don't have to deal with the, uh, the blowback of that situation. It just shook that dandelion and it's drifting. Okay. It's a sweet winter drift. You like a snow drift? Are you, are you bound by snow drifts right now? Enjoy that. Because that is a sweet place to be, I think. I think it is, isn't it? Maybe not. Maybe it's just the worst. Maybe you're just bound by snowdrifts, and you are you got to shovel out the car. You're constipated, okay? Like that Depeche Mode song. Constipation. Why? That's what that song's about. <laughs> it's not. Well, hope you're enjoying the snow. I'm try- I'm enjoying the non-snow. There's no snow where I know to be, which is where I am right now. There's non-snow. It's just a sad situation, you know? It's a Hollywood situation. It's like hanging out with the Hudson Brothers. If you haven't heard that song before, um, I'll maybe just play it for you here for a second, just because it's kind of a special little, <laughs> special little song, okay? You'll get it. You'll get it real quick. 
Look out. Look out, babies. Look out, buddies. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, he did. How did he do it? What a... Why? Yeah, because who? Wow. What kind of situation was this? I don't understand. They just didn't know anybody? Is that all? No, but you're saying it's like a Hollywood... Because... What? Oh, wait, no, wait a second. Now, you said you're a Hollywood sensation, but that was a Hollywood situation. So if you were a Hollywood sensation in a Hollywood situation, you probably would look at you in a good way. You know, you walk in there dressed in black and everything. I don't know what to say about... Oh, they wanted you, huh? Hey, welcome back. We're having a great time here on The Cooking Show. Thanks for coming here. Thanks for stepping back in. Just had to have a little bit of a good moment there with that song, The Hudson Brothers, Hollywood Situation, a vinyl rip, courtesy of a good old friend of mine, Patrick Leon. Uh, he who appeared on the, I believe, the second or third episode of this here podcast. So that's just a little little dabble and a fun thing there, a little fun one. Thanks for listening to Twisting the Wind. I'm Johnny Pemberton. I'm the one who who guides this uh, this vessel, and it's bloated. It's full of ideas. <laughs> it's a bloated vessel. It's like a big old tick full of ideas, just uh, just rambling around blind through the cyberspace. That's what this is. You're listening to it right now. Do you feel good? You should feel good because you're you're getting a taste of something here that's uh, it's a rare taste. I'm gonna say it. It's a rare taste. You know, you never know. I'm not. I'm just having fun here, speaking the truth. The truth. This is not the truth. That sounds like such a such a uh, such a bigger thing than I think. I'm, I was gonna say aggrandized. I feel like I'm always using that word wrong. Aggrandized. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, someone come on the podcast and teach me how to use words that I like to use, but I'm not sure to use them, so I don't use them. You know, what is that, huh? Give me a break. But here we are in the bloated idea bucket. Um, yeah, hope, hope you're enjoying the rare treat. It may blow up. This may blow up, and it may be, make it harder, make it weird, and make it shitty, okay? But right now, I think the quality control is top-notch. I like to think so. I like to think, I think this is probably the best podcast of all time. Um, the legend, it's created a legend, I think, and it's beyond me. It's out of my control. It's not even me doing it. It's just, I'm just a vessel for the Holy Spirit, man, okay? It's just me, Charlie Sheen, and the other guy on that show, and we're just, we're just twisting the wind, aka the Spirit, holy. My God, your tears will turn into dancing with gifts of finest wheat. I want to give a big thank you out there to those of you who have emailed Twisting the Wind, which is twistingthewind at gmail.com. That's that's what we've got right now as far as discussion boards go. I love it. I just think it's great, okay? I feel it. It feels good. It's like when you go someplace and they've got great light switches. Isn't that nice? That's always a nice thing. Yeah, it is. Okay, we're going to move it on in here now to the other section of the show that is a regular, often part of things. Is Brad, hey, is Brad here? 
I just wanted to know if Brad was here. I'm s- Whoa, sorry. God, I just wanted to know if Brad was here. I thought, I thought he'd be here. I guess he's not. Jeez, give me a break. Look, I didn't come up here to give you a, to hassle you, right? I just wanted to see if Brad was here because he's got some of my tapes, all right? God. Jeez, man, chill out. What? It's not like a, it looks like, not like a fucking like broke the door down or anything, bro. Jeez, chill out. Okay, Brad's not home. Fine. That's fine by me, man. I just wanted to fucking swing by. What? Okay, look, uh, look, I don't care about Sheila anymore. You know that. It's been almost a year. It's been almost a fucking year, okay? Well, I can't be friends with Brad anymore. No, I don't, I don't, look, I, I don't, I came from the back. I didn't see your car, okay? I came from the back. Yeah. You know, I've been coming here since before you lived here, so will you just chill out already? Okay, fine. I'll just not be friends with Brad anymore. Never has anyone ever not been friends with Brad before because Brad is the nicest fucking guy. He's so nice. Brad is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is so nice. I just, I just, I tried to not be thirsty, but I was. Okay, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. All right, I get it. Okay, all right, give me a break. I get it, all right. I get it, I get it, I get it. This is the music portion of Twisting the Wind, as brought to you by Every Day. The favorite way to wake up. It's called Every Day. Put it in your cup and smell it. First off here, speaking of mornings and days, Morning Sunshine is the song. It's by a band called The Idle Race. This is off their first album, called The Birthday Party. It's from 1968. I'm going to play it first and tell you more about it later. How's that sound? Later being after the portion of the song which I play, which is available for purchase in our Amazon section of buying. Wait till the morning sunshine Wait till the morning sunshine There you have it. There you have it. Morning Sunshine from the Idol Race. Uh, that's the album is amazing. They have a second album that came out in the 1970, I believe, which is just called Idol Race. Their stuff is really good. If you ever liked music from, <laughs> from that era, you won't be disappointed. Uh, maybe if you maybe it sounds kind of familiar to you if if you're a fan of the band ELO Electric Light Orchestra. That's because that's Jeff Lynne's first band right there. Jeff Lynne, who's the the man, the the big man behind ELO, which uh, that's I think that's how I discovered this band. I don't really remember, but I something about that. I love hearing 
um, the early parts of things that went on to become crazy and really amazing, like ELO. You can hear that sound. You hear that beautiful guitar tone that Lynn has and just all that stuff. It just it, It's really stripped down and beautiful and uh, compact. And they do a good job, those guys, okay? They do a good job. There's a lot of ooky, pooky, stupid, sh- silly shit from that era because it was all blown up, you know? It's like the dot-com bubble of music in a way. There's a lot of crap, um, but they they don't they don't suffer from that as much as I mean I would say that I don't I'm not, I'm not going to say that the whole album is is winners winners but it is uh there's a lot of really cool stuff on there that that's you get to hear some tones that have this beautiful ELO sound that it's placed inside of uh that era of uh British sixties late sixties psych psych the idol race. Okay, coming up next here in the chart block, this is a departure from what you just heard. This is a guy called Wayne Smith, and I was really battling around with what song to play because the song I'm going to play is, this is this is a mega hit, Under Me Slang Tang. Uh, this was recorded in 1985, I believe. This is some Jamaican music, and this shit is, this is, a, this is, uh, there isn't a block of metal in the universe This can't fucking just melt to a puddle of liquid. Um, the whole album is great from Wayne Smith. This is a this is a King Jammy production, which has uh, created some of the greatest. This is I, I believe this this is considered the first digital reggae song because it's a digital sample a keyboard. I don't know. It's that thing. Digital reggae is a whole other it's a whole other bag there that I don't even I don't know a whole lot about. Um, I wish I did, but I know that it's. It will melt your face if you let it. Uh, we're going to hear this track, Under Me Slang Tang, which there's some conjecture as to what that exactly means. It's Patois. This is it, Under Me Slang Tang. Just put the kids away if, if they're subject to melting, okay? Oh, I like to sing along to that one, y'all. I like to sing along to Wayne. It's such a good song. Oh, it's got that thing, you know, where it just could go on forever and you wouldn't know. Just paints the walls purple, you know what I mean? Some crazy-ass shit there. Ugh. I mean, it's not much to really say. It kind of says it all, doesn't it? Doesn't he say it with that? Not a whole lot to be spoken about by me regarding that song other than uh, the whole album is great i want to i'm going to play one more little track from that album just because i want you to hear it because they have to because it's just too good it's a song called walk like granny i'm not going to say anything else other than that but the title the song is walk like granny granny, 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 granny. 
Okay, just a little piece of that one, just to get, let you understand that that song was about a man who saw a woman who he thought was his grandma, but it was not his grandma. That is the probably the only song I've ever heard in my life or ever will hear that is about a guy <laughs> who thought he saw his grandma, but it's not his grandma. And also, it's fucking ridiculously amazing instrumental with it has a yeah. I, uh, just give me a fucking break. You know, I can't handle it. I can't even handle that. That is so beyond my realm of understanding as far as my personal experience. Like, I can't think of... But it's not. It's both. You know, it's this thing where it's... Jamaica is much different than where I grew up. And But he's talking about a thing that could happen to us all, you know? Thought you saw Granny. Wasn't Granny. Because she walked like Granny. The whole thing about gate recognition, that's a big thing now. It's going to be in the airports. Uh, that's what I wanted to bring up here. It's a topic about security. Okay, well, last thing here on the uh, the musical uh, smash hit face. This is something from a lady named Susie Quattro. Um, she's ridiculous. Great. This She uh, is from Detroit. Um, uh, grew up Catholic. This is, you know, kind of your standard... Uh, f- formula for to be a ridiculously blazing punk rocker. Uh, you've heard of that band, The Runaways and Joan Jett. Well, that stuff wouldn't have happened if Susie Quattro wasn't who she was. And uh, like a lot of people, a lot of Americans, she found success overseas and in Europe. I mean, uh, specifically Great Britain. So we're going to hear something from her first album, 1973. It's on R.I.K. Records, or as I like to call, Rack! R.I.K. <laughs> Uh, and it's coming. This is kind of this is a straight off the vinyl release here. Okay, I'm gonna cue this up. Hold on a second. Susie, Susie Quattro, yeah, uh-huh, that was it. That was a song called uh, Suburban Superman, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Official Suburban Superman, uh, not to get confused with the regular one. That's uh, the third track on the uh, that album from that area, that area of time. Susie Quattro, yeah, this shit's fucking ripping, man. It's ripping. Also, it, you should get it. <laughs> it's really great. The whole album is really great. It's really... It has this compression in it that you don't really hear much often anymore these days, which is like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, 
It sounds like the drums are also hitting water every time they're being struck. It's this beautiful, squished, early 70s glam rock compression that uh, typically... I mean, I first heard that stuff in uh, Gary Glitter, um, who is from the same era and uh, area of the of the world. He's from he's an English guy. He's also a convicted pedophile. So, uh, kind of sucks. But the production's great. Hey, the production's really cool and sounds like nothing else. Why don't people have interesting production anymore? I don't know. Probably because they've given up. They probably do. I'm just not looking hard enough. Sorry for being mean and uh, pessimistic for a quarter of a second there. Thank you for liking music. Do you? Do you? I don't know. Maybe you know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Ja. Ja, ja, I have Del Crass. Thanks for calling. Customer service and support. Please wait while I transfer your call. Thank you for calling. My name is Josh. Who am I speaking with today? Hello. Hello. Hey, this is. Hey, this is Bill Jimson. Hi, Bill. What can I help you purchase today, sir? Uh, well, that's what I'm not really sure about. I'm trying to figure that out right now. I'm just okay. uh, there's a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of ideas. Okay. Uh, I wonder if you could maybe just give me a rundown of uh, the top two. Okay. Um, well, definitely the the most popular option is our Creative Cloud membership. Mm-hmm. Have uh, you heard of that, sir? I haven't. I don't even understand what that is exactly. Okay. What that is is that gives you access to all of our creative software. Mm-hmm. Um, what what it is, it's a mm-hmm. membership, kind of like a gym membership. Okay. So yeah. rather than get, getting... Get a lot of use out of that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. like, how many times have I? <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, that's a racket, you know. If you want to get into um, making a, a buck, start a gym, okay? Yeah. I bet yeah. you could it have a, a lot of upfront, but yeah. Money, well, yeah. This yeah. is what I think. I think you could probably borrow a lot of that stuff and build it with pipes, and no one's going to be using it. They're just going to be there piffing around, and you get that, yeah. and you just. You make them sign a contract they don't know. They're 15 pounds overweight. They want to lose weight for the holidays because they got this person back home they want to impress. They're not thinking about it. Next thing you know, you're out of town and you're in Barbados and you got half a million dollars in liquid cash. Because that's so you can charge up front. You can do all these things now. There's convenience charging, and there's like this pre-approval processing they do at the hotels, you know, where you got a debit card. Uh, You stand here for three days, or we have to charge you like you're staying here for a month and you burn the place down. Yeah. Can you believe that kind of stuff? (laughs) There there is a lot of craziness. It's just like Um, no one will pony up and take a little responsibility. It's something where everybody's covering their butt down to the wire when it's like, hey, hey, I, I, I just, uh, I, I, you know, it's this thing that's this whole digital thing. It's got me scared because I feel like, you know, back in the day, you could, uh, you, let's say you go to a sandwich place. 
and you don't have you got four dollars and the sandwich five fifty. They're gonna give it to you because they know they're gonna see you tomorrow. Because they know it's 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 uh, it's Jim. Okay, it's it's Jim. Jim knows me. I'm Bill. Bill Jimson, like the weed, you know. And you go in there, and they. It's like every there's everything is a there's a firewall between everybody now. You know, you can't even you can't even give somebody a back massage on the train without even without getting looks. Yeah. Well. You know what well, I mean? As far as, as far as ours go, it's yeah. a monthly fee. There's no additional charges. Mm -hmm. Um. And right now we're doing a special. Everybody can get it for twenty nine ninety nine a month. Wow, that's not, that's and, not bad, really. I mean, it's cheaper yeah. than a gym. Hello. Yeah, definitely. Are you definitely. from Boston? Yeah. You sound like you're from Boston. Uh, actually, I'm not, but my wife is. No, so oh, see, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I could tell because <laughs> that's what happens. You know, you you marry someone. You ever seen those people who look like their dogs? Yes. That's a fun thing. My uh my my brother sent me this uh card. This uh page a day calendar. I tell you, it's it's all people. It's all real people who look like their dogs. It's it's so funny cuz it's yeah. how does that happen? I mean, the dogs is the dog changing? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, how do, do you have well, any idea I, about that? You guys are smart. You a, guys are real smart over there. I have a theory about it. What's your theory? So my theory is everybody thinks that they themselves is the picture perfect, you know, perfection. Right, yeah. And so they look for a dog that looks like themselves. Ah. You know, what could be more beautiful than yourself, right? That's true, right, yeah. So you, it's, it's basically a selfish thing, yeah. but, you know, yeah. you got to be a little selfish to survive. You know, you gotta, you well, got to want to feed mean, yourself. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You ever notice this? That a lot of people who look... Who people who look alike tend to sound alike? You notice this? Yeah, I, I, I maybe you know it's like I don't know what it is like vocal length or yeah, you know, I don't know. I think yeah. it's a thing where the face informs the sound of the, the face informs the shape of the mouth, and you know it's like a thing. You look like someone, you're gonna sound a little bit like them. It's just a, uh, you know, I I kind of feel like there's only maybe about. Forty or fifty kinds of people out there, you know, yeah. like not like not like totally, but like basically, there's forty or fifty people out there, and some people are closer than others. But every once in a while, you meet somebody who's like, "Whoa, this guy or this yeah. gal is really, I don't, I don't know anyone like you." Yeah. Like those are the those are the fun ones, you know. Those are the people you're like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, I don't. Because yeah, yeah. it's weird. Because you get a lot I of actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do people? Who do people say you look like? Um, actually, uh, do you watch wrestling at all? Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Um, I I'm not a huge fan, but um, some yeah, me, people me say neither. I look like John Cena. John Cena. Oh, he's big. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Whenever he's a. Uh, my head. Oh, so. you shave your head, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh -oh. It's, you know, you got that, the hair's not there, you might as well take it all down, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I think. Well, it's not, I was in the military a lot. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, well, so you were in the military a lot? Yeah. Well, like, I, I was in there for a while. Sorry, a lot. That's not very... Yeah. I wasn't sure if, like, in and out. Some people kind of dip <laughs> dip and dabble. Yeah. Not yeah, exactly well, a... Not exactly a dabbler in the military, you know what I mean? They kind of like... No, they kind of no. They kind of like you to uh, stay or go. <laughs> right. And they well, tell you, they give you a dishonorable... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, one of my buddies, he, he started it in the Marines, mm -hmm. and he decided he didn't like it, so yeah. he joined the Navy. Yeah. And 
um, he decided he wanted to do something else, and he joined the Air Force. Really? You know, it was like, yeah, it, they weren't real happy with him, but he went from one to the other to the other. And, Gosh. You know, I was like, that's not the way I'd do it. But, I didn't think you could do that. I, I didn't think you could do that at all. Well, you, he had to get special permission. Oh, I bet he and, did. Um, I think the main reason they let him do it was because he had um, language skills. Oh, and yeah. everybody wanted him. What, did he know? speak Chinese or something? Um, he spoke Korean and Farsi. There you go. Farsi, that's yeah. the one. You get that Farsi, man. Who, who, they, probably, they probably bought him a house for that one. Yeah, I mean, he got paid, I think it was like $1,300 extra a month. You're kidding me. Speaking Farsi. It was wow. Yeah, have you ever seen that movie Argo? That sounds familiar. It's new. It's Ben Affleck movie. Oh. It's gonna oh, okay. be. It's gonna be best picture. Uh, oh. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. There's a real good thing with Farsi in there. I won't spoil it, but you gotta see this film. Okay. Uh, good buddies of mine, the Walsh brothers, David and Chris. They're gonna. I'm gonna talk to them here pretty soon. Actually, they. Um, they're a pair of brothers, not twins, but brothers. But they. Uh, right. They have a great story about meeting Ben Affleck. And they're they're regular guys, you know. They're really funny guys. I mean, the funniest mm-hmm. guys you ever met. They got stories that just, I can't even, like you know you you know you hear like a, you hear about ten stories in your life, that you just can't hear too many times. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like the one that's like, tell it again, Dad, or tell it again, Uncle Joe, or whatever. These right. guys are that. These guys, uh-huh. I never get tired of hearing the story. It's just it's too good. And that's what I, yeah, they're. They're from Boston. That's that's. I think that's why I was thinking about this because you sound like you're from Boston because your wife's from Boston. Because obviously, your yeah. wife talks to you a lot and probably influenced a little bit of your right. way you talk. So, but you guys, you live in Boston, huh? No, um, we live just outside of Boston. Uh, Charlestown. Um, Braintree. Braintree. That you're kidding me. No. You're, you wait, know where that's at? No idea. Oh, okay. I, I'll tell you why. I, I'll tell you why. I don't, I'll tell you why I don't have an idea because to me, it sounds kind of made up. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it, it's just outside of Boston. It, it's I don't know. Is it like a subdivision? Um, it's a suburb. Suburb. Yeah. So it's it's like yeah. a town. If I were to yeah, mail you a letter, I would write Brain Tree on it. Well, not right now. Right now, we live in Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. That's where we lived when we were in Massachusetts. So you're in the SLC right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the airport code, actually, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good spot. You know, they got a lot of microbrews around there. Yeah. You can't drink them, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with yeah. that? Uh, well, I- I'm not much of a drinker myself, anyway. Well, so you picked a good spot. spot. Picked a good yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah uh, Brain Tree. Uh, so- brain Trust? Brain tree. Uh, yep. Well, yep. B R. Exactly how it sounds. B R A I N space T R E E. No space. No. What does that word come from? Brain tree. Uh, I don't know. It, it's an old, old town. Is like, it? It's not something you know, like brain tree or something. You know, where you say it a different way. No, it spelled and sounds exactly. It's. It was weird, but that's where um, her grandparents, they came from Lithuania, and that's where Lithuania. they settled. Yeah. Wow. You know, I've heard it. You know what they it, say about Lithuanians, wow. right? What's that? They are tough. Yeah? They're like the people who are, if you want to make a deal with someone, you want to know who runs Hollywood is the Lithuanians. They do. They got the, they got the, back, the back, uh, back lot strings. They are... They make the Vietnamese look like uh, a bunch of 
bunch of kindergartners. <laughs> you know what I mean? When it come, they're like the they're like the Vietnamese of Europe, is what I've heard. Hmm. It's just tough. I mean, I want to say MFers here, but I'm you know yeah. we're, we're not at a poker game, yeah. so. Uh, I'm going to get these Walsh brothers in here, I think. I'm going to fly them in and get them uh, on the horn because I think they might have a good idea about what's going on with this whole thing and the cloud and whatnot. I'm just trying to educate myself, you know. It's, it's yeah. a reach-out a reach out education center. Stop down and pick up and play with what you got, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and the cloud, it, it's all. Now, look, we all stick together. Something might happen if we get separated. Together, we have three guns against the target. I still say we're nuts to take her. Now look, man, we're taking her. Now she'll be okay as long as she stays in between us. Come on, will you two stop arguing? Let's get started. Guys, we're already in it. You know that right now. Oh, really? We're already in it. It happens. That you, can, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you it can. Happens, t- that, that happened. Yeah. This is the thing. This is it. It's already That's in quick. it. That's quick. It's just You're you so know, because if you waste time at the top, you know, who knows what's gonna happen. You know, you guys might like like break your arm on something. Like we missed recording that or something uh, crazy like that. <laughs> Coming into the room. Yeah. Welcome, uh, Chris Walsh and Chris. <laughs> kiss, kiss well, Walsh. Welcome, Kiss Walsh. Welcome, Chris Walsh and David Walsh. Also known as Dave, you know, Dave Freely. Were I to break my arm, right. I would continue on. I know you would. That's what I. If you were to break your arm, I know that you would continue, and I'd want to get all that delicious audio of you being like, probably Screaming. dealing with it. You probably would scream a bunch, and you'd probably like, be okay. You'd probably, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would freak out. Yeah. How's it going? I would kind of be like an ah. Ah. Oh no 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 no! Next question. Oh, let's move it. Ooh. Let's move um, it on. We we came severally. You did. Yeah, we used to. I mean, as you know, we we've always lived together and stuff. But yeah. about three years ago, I got married and stuff. Did right. I, so you're you're a man now. I am a man. Chris <laughs> is still a boy. Um, I'll remain forever a boy. Yeah. Today you guys is are my, not twins. We're not twins. Jeez. You're, not, you're no, separated Christ. by a year or two, right? Three years. Three years, okay. We make a dumb joke on stage where we say we're uh, three months apart. <laughs> um, I first wrote I that dumb joke, that. but it's actually I f- true. I first yeah. wrote that joke when I was in uh, sixth grade, seventh grade. Right. Uh, my sister is 10 months younger than me, and all the kids, I was busing out to another school, and all the kids were curious about me and my sister because we were in the same grade. Right. Like, are you twins? We're like, I was like, yeah. They're like, how far are you apart? And they were thinking minutes. I was like, oh, three months. Well, you have a twin sister? Uh. No, that's the point. She's oh, 10 she, months. She's 10 okay. months separated wow. from me. But we're get, in the same grade. Okay. And you guys so, are Irish. Um, we are Irish twins. <laughs> we're all Irish Indeed. twins. Wait, what does Irish twins mean exactly? It's that, I think right? if it falls within a year. Okay. Yeah. I think the Irish got their fucking... Plopping out kids. Yeah. Yeah. Just pushed they, them right out. How do they do it? How do they go so fast? A lot of whiskey. A lot of whiskey? Lots of sex. Yeah. Doesn't whiskey uh, get, make you... um. Not come? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think that's uh, where the term whiskey dick comes from. Yeah, we had a friend who drank so much and couldn't nut ever that we started calling him Ghost Nut. <laughs> go- uh, mean, because like he, he would he, never. He just couldn't. Never yeah, finish. Yeah, and he would fake orgasms how, just to finish with these girls. And he loves to talk about this thing? Not anymore, no. When uh, we were younger. But evidently he did. I hate to talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And at how one point, we were very open. When oh, we were kids. Really? oh yeah, kids are pretty open now, though. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some stories. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought you here. I have a story. I, uh, so I go to Target today. It's my mm-hmm. wife's birthday, you know, and I get a little money, and um, I go just to buy a card, uh-huh. and the card 
I've been doing this a long, long time where I buy a card that isn't appropriate for oh, the yeah. occasion. That's a classic yeah, trick. Yeah. It's always appreciated, too. And so, um, not always. you know, uh, so. it, mm-hmm. we're white gentlemen and a, a nice, finely placed mahogany Hallmark card is good for other white people. <laughs> well, and, by um, mahogany, you mean African-American? That's yeah, that's that, that's yeah the, the mahogany. <laughs> that's their that's line. That's the arm. That's their, that's their yeah. Hallmark yeah. black arm. Hallmark's no, arm is yeah, mahogany. Yeah, it's a real thing. Mahogany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you never knew that. And they have a yellow wow. fever for Asians as well, the Hallmark company. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then uh, the uh, Latino one is So today brown. I bought a card that was... Um, Sympathy for the loss of your husband right. from my wife. <laughs> okay. And because um, she's pregnant and uh, she's right. very close to being, you know, plopping that eggplant out. Mm-hmm. And um, so I bought like this thing because like, you know, we haven't been the same because she's pregnant. We can't right. do things together and stuff. So I bring it to the counter at the Target lady. And uh, her name was Florida, by the way. F-L-E. Rita, like Florida with like, an E. Almost like Flo Rida, the rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with an E. Yeah. He is Florida, Florida with Florida. an Florida. Pronounced yeah, differently. Florida. And she sees the car and she's like, aww. And I was like, and, I, and at first I was buying other things. I was like, I don't know what she was on about. Right. And maybe she had like a stubbed toe or something. And I was like, huh? And she was like, aww, did you lose your husband? Because <laughs> the target in West Hollywood is absolutely fucking crazy. Well, that's where that person uh, yes. kn- took the knife out. Went, oh, went yeah. Knifing. Went, went stabby. Knife. Yeah, she got did. stab happy. Dancing through the aisles with a <laughs> knife. That <laughs> yeah. place is a real hole. And it's a great place to do it. It is. It's all LA nuts. LA nuts. It's really like, it's also the most, the worst place to park in the world. It's like oh, going yeah. into a, some sort of a puzzle that you can't solve. Yeah. They mm-hmm. should release a minotaur in that garage. They should. Just I think to, they just to have. take out, take yeah. out the, uh, I learned. They in, have a stabby yeah. minotaur. Yeah. He <laughs> just made his way up to the store. I, learned, I don't go there anymore. I'm done. I've graduated. Yeah. I feel like I don't have to go there ever again. I've done yeah. it. It's like penance. There are certain things that I want to go see if Maria Bamford ever shows up. Were there? Uh, she's a oh, target right. yeah, spokes lady in a way. Though. I don't think she would. Um, I think she would. So I'm there, she got and the it's card fucking and she's crazy. The sound. Yeah. And it, it, the funny thing is the makeup aisle is full of more men the what? than women. The makeup aisle? Why? Because all transvestites... Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, just populate the whole thing. It is thing. transvestite central as well. What's a very interesting place. What happened to the whole uh, thing with the card, though? How oh, the card it? thing. So, so uh, she, she's like, oh, she like, yeah, what'd you say? did you just... Oh, you lost your husband? And I was like, why would I buy myself a card? Yeah. For the sympathy of the loss of myself? <laughs> I guess first she, of all, that's the first... She didn't think about it. Logic breakdown. But, but she was very close to why you were buying the card anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right. right. And she I was she like, didn't realize how close she was. What? And I was like, no, no, this is this is for something else. Oh, someone else lost their husband. <laughs> and I was like, um, no, actually, I'm, and it's harder to get into this, but I can't, sometimes I can't lie. Right. And sometimes I love to lie. And one of these things was like, I was like, no, it's just for my wife. And she gave me this look. I was like, oh, it's just a joke. Oh, that's the worst thing I ever heard. That's the worst. And she just started losing her Did mind. Did she think it was funny? Or no, no, she, no, was she totally... hated me. She thought it was highly inappropriate that I was buying this. You know, this card is a Whoa. joke. It was completely lost. How did she on her. finish off there? Was it like a? She just refused to give you oh, the, yeah, the receipt. Just... No receipt. <laughs> no receipt. Yeah, yeah. She didn't bag. No, she cut the, the holes out of the bottom of the bag, bag. and all my shit just fell out on La Brea. 
La Brea, um, where La Brea it would be great if Santa everything Rock. you handed her was one worse disappointment than the last. Oh, Ham, are you going to do some home improvement? Yeah. No, I am <laughs> yeah. actually. This is a yeah. this is a gag gift for my oh, friend with one eye. He lost in a construction. That's the worst. No, right. no. I was going to hit this guy in the head with a hammer. Oh, oh. why would you hit him with a hammer? Uh, he was fucking my wife. I like her oh. voice. She's got a good voice. Yeah. She's got a good, she good, good voice. voice. So you guys, speaking of voices, you guys are from Boston. That's right. Yeah. People have accents in Boston. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. These days we get Canada a lot. People Canada? ask us for some reason. Oh, you just said my favorite thing. Uh, Canada. Canada. I love when you throw that. Canada. See, I always thought that was English people who did that, but I guess the uh, Boston does it too. Uh, Canada. Boston does it strong. Really? Canada. Idea. Idea. Is, I got an idea about famous, you. Yeah. I got an idea about you. And you guys it's grew not up, good. You it's guys not just, good. didn't just grow up in Boston. You grew up in the town. The town. Charleston. The fucking Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny just got very giddy. I know, because I love you it. love it. I, I saw you that movie, it. The Town, years ago when it came out. Yeah. And I, then I, I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why the Walsh brothers have these crazy <laughs> stories. It's because yeah. this is where they fucking grew up. Yeah. Right. With a bunch of, you guys grew up with a bunch of ne'er-do-wells, didn't you? Yeah. We did. There's a lot of ne'er-do-wells. We were ne'er-do-wells But you guys weren't. It's just the best way to put it. varying level of ne'er-do-well. Do you have a word a day calendar? No, but I could bright. One, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do one for you. you. G- give me a call. Personalized word today, calendars. I got them. I got them loaded. Another good one is no good Nick. No good Nick. I've never heard no that one good before. Nick. So you a lot of no good Nick. Maybe I made that up. Isn't didn't a lot of people you went to high school with are in prison or jail? There's a good number of people we know. Yeah. Uh, and then there's you know there's an interesting Work with cousins. You know there's an interesting phrase. It's like got out or getting out. You know, like someone yeah, getting out. Have, you know, it's just this I sort of understanding of yeah. jail terminology. Even for people for who aren't in jail, growing right. up, have their own terminology. Oh, he got out. Yeah, he got out. <laughs> I'd be like, Johnny's getting out next week. Really? Oh yeah, let's go hang out with Johnny. Uh, but he's it's usually out. more nicknames. Yeah, nicknames like, are great. Well, give me some nicknames. Woodsy. Woodsy. Well, you Sully, would be like a John, buckethead, like, pillhead. My favorite <laughs> were the double names: John John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We knew a Paul Paul, Joey Joe. Yeah. Joey Joe, Mikey, Paul, Mike. Paul. Mikey, Mikey Mike, Mikey Mike was a good one. Peaches, Tip Mouse, Coconuts. There were many. <laughs> there were many dude mans. <laughs> oh, there were three dude a couple mans. of dude mans. There was uh, Mouse, Billy. Coconuts. Oh, everyone has everyone. Uh, I was always my older brother was Walsh, and then I was little Walshy. <laughs> Chris for a while was Space Shot. Yeah, Space he didn't play, Shot. No. Space Shot. What's that? You're mean? a fucking Space Shot. Is that space bad at space, No, no, Space Shot is like a fucking Space Cadet. It's like a Space Cadet, okay, but yeah. not Space. Yeah, cadet. I, I hung word. around my friend and I. We were kind of considered Space Shots. Well, they space were individuals. Shots. Yeah, like right. everyone played sports and everyone conformed, but Chris kind of stepped out. <laughs> Stepped I was a kid who went on He was adventures. stepping out He stepped out He, he went out with Woodsy tap shoes. Yeah. Going to hit the fucking sticks With Woodsy <laughs> Yeah Tip Woodsy, Mouse yeah. Searching for a Tip Mouse In the oh coconut fields Tip Mouse and Peaches Were brothers really? They were tiny uh, Tough guys They actually stole our bikes When we were um, when Really I was like little Eight Peaches. years old We had just bought New bikes My dad got them We were playing Paperboy Didn't he this, ghost riding Into the water Penny candy store My sisters My cousin Steven uh, was on my sister's bike, pink huffy with the fucking that huge fucking pink seat, and the banana uh, seat. Yep, Rose at Roses. She had penny candy amongst any other fucking. And it was a penny. Boy. It was an actual penny. She had, she had a paper boy. Playing paper boy. She moved our bikes around the side. These fucking no good nicks come around the corner. <laughs> they steal our bikes. They bring them to the projects and they just jack them up. We go for a ride. My dad. He takes us to the projects, which, and we live. Is this half in Charlestown? A, yeah, this yeah. is Charlestown. Right. We're half a block from the projects. There's three sets of projects, and in a square mile, mm-hmm. which is like if that 
says anything about how impoverished it was yeah. and how it's the real know, deal lower class it was and um we go searching for the and they're like there are the bikes and they fucked up these bikes so great they just took allen wrenches the handlebars were like way took down took seats off them you oh, know so they, they just, just like swapped out the, them around yeah, yeah yeah like the front tire had like one of those uh scooter tires you know they would always <laughs> yeah. have like the the bike, like one? a low rider bike they reverse <laughs> low rode it they just fucked them I mean, they were new bikes and my dad found them and he was, my dad's a fucking hard ass. He's like a thin guy, but. What's your dad do? He was a sheet metal worker. Oh, yeah, he's a Everyone's hard ass. fucking. <laughs> Literally. He's a tin knocker. A tin knocker? Yeah. Knock tin. So life. Roofer. And uh, he wasn't a roofer. Well, he worked on a lot of flashings. roofs. Flashings. He worked on roofs, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he not a flashings. Roofer. Johnny knows. Yeah, I know about flashings. Gotta get uh, that rain, man. Direct he, that rain. He hung a lot of duck. He was a duck hanger. A duck. And um, he, we would drive around. He's like, see that building right there? Duck. I fell off that building. <laughs> you just tell lies. And uh, so fucking we found these bikes. They ghost rode. We, uh, Mystic River. You know the movie Mystic River? That's uh, a real river. I haven't seen it, but I know it. Yeah. Oh, another fucking great Boston movie. And, oh, okay, really? It's a great Sean okay, Penn. Although, although I need I'd it. like Sean... to see one where people don't carry guns. Yeah. Sean, oh, my but God. But good movies. I'm surprised you haven't seen that. Sean yeah, Penn I'm, puts on the worst it. Boston accent. He does? In that movie. But Where a great is he performance. From? Is he from Cali? He's from out here, I think. He is. He's, in, he's yeah. a Cali boy. I think so. His dad's yeah. from New York, though, right? He's a photographer. His dad's a, yeah, his dad's an artist, huh? God. Yeah. Classic, classic actor. Uh, adjacent family members. Yeah. Not Chris, Chris Penn. Chris Penn's brother. brother. dead. That's right. What are you doing? He, Too much drinking? He seems like he's from Boston. Kind of. Kind of New York. Plays that. That. Yeah. Yeah. He plays that like uh, what's his name? Uh, Fat tough guy. Michael Rappaport kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a Boston guy, right? Rap? No, rap is a New York. New York? Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, New Jersey, God. New York. Mm. I know nothing. Us Midwesterners have no idea. It's all the same. <laughs> what, yeah, everything. It's all just like, wow, that's interesting. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you talk like that? That's, that's what, what happens people... <laughs> when you come to those cities and people just take advantage of all people. On... <laughs> I bet they do. We're yeah. big fans of the Midwest. Oh, you are? I? Yeah. Are it's Minnesota. I am. It's a good place. We've never been to Minnesota. I enjoy this. this I mean, you the people. You guys should go. You guys should I, go. My roommate was from there. like the accent. They would like you. Yeah. It's, it's, it can be the good. The folks from there. It can be a little bit intolerable, the, the accent. Timberwolves. I love Chicago. Chicago's a great city. Chai City? Chai Town? Probably the best. Probably yeah. the, the best bars. Chicago's like a friendly Boston. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Is Boston not friendly? No, not it's really. Not. Why little, is that? It's got a hard edge to it. An edge. Yeah. yeah. An, an, uh, an edge. Nobody it's wants... It's got an edge on yeah. it. Yeah. It's got an Some edge. Some people <laughs> want people to do well. A lot of people don't want people to do well. You know? It's like if There's you like get a out, competition. There's a lot of resentment. Got it. Yeah. But it's the best place. Oh, yeah. We love it. You know, even though it's You like guys go back quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, there's a story you guys told a long time ago that I think about pretty much all the time. Is the uh, story about the bread truck? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's a couple bread truck stories. <laughs> I want to hear the, the bread, bread truck has a truck. <laughs> Try and <laughs> bread truck. yeah, bread truck. Well, we, it's an ex- there's a little bit of an extended version, but if you can tell it real quick, maybe yeah, you can tell the beginning of the bread truck. Yeah, it's it's a long thing. So just let's just go into any other stories. But anyway, <laughs> we used to do our show on Thursday nights. It was a late show, and we used to right. hang out at this bar and get fucking hammered and is this in the whatever. town no this is in cambridge, cambridge yeah, yeah. Where those, where those, uh, those rich boys are from uh what's his name uh affleck and uh damon yeah. damon. Yeah. damon and affleck yeah funny yeah. mit and harvard about those guys Although, harvard. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm gonna ask you about that yeah, i'm gonna yeah. get there i'm yeah. gonna ask about that sure. I'm, right. we're gonna load that up so for the bread back truck end. is that what we get into bread yeah. truck i want to hear about the bread truck we did our show we used to always just carry on in this bar it's like one in the morning in all the bars, and it's this way out here too. People deliver bread at night okay. for the next day. Yeah, fresh bread. Bread truck pulls up. I'm standing outside 
we have a history of whenever there's an idling car, we call it an idling opportunity. <laughs> it's just idling that opportunity. It's just waiting there. Be- beckoning. And we're all there. And right. he, I, think, I think Dave could hear the Zeppelin in the truck. Oh, yeah. The kid had like Zeppelin. He was like through the through the window. Yeah, it was shaking. Windows vibrating. It's like a movie trailer, all ready to go. Oh, it was so good. The beginning of a movie. So I'm, I'm outside talking to someone. He was just his friend was having a cigarette, and I'm getting itchy, wanting to take this fucking. Because you start thinking about it, right? It's a thing where it's like you think about not. It's so much fun, and also the chance to make your friends laugh. It's not like a gag that's like but you're real. Also, you're also weighing the 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 danger aspect because how long has that yeah. guy been in there? Yeah, when he's oh, wielding the bread. The, he might the be longer right he's back in there, out. the more I know I'm going to take it. But I'm getting more anxious because oh, I, man. I, time is. You don't want to get caught. Right? Two weeks before, my friend had uh, he got kicked out of a bar and he was sitting on the curb of the the same bar but in a different part of the city. So right? it's like a f- little franchise bar, and so he's sitting outside. They wouldn't let him in. And as he's sitting in there, the guy Why wheels. Why would let him in? He was too he drunk. Was drunk. Oh, okay. And uh, so then the guy with the bread truck, different, a different bread, bread truck, truck pulls same up. situation, goes into the bar. Bigger breads. This is bread. a shout out to Bigger Breads. You're the best. <laughs> um, they pull up. Yeah. And and my friend's like, hey, nice nice evening. You got a lot of bread there, huh? And the guy was so snide to him. Only he probably said it like, bread. Bread. <laughs> a lot of zombie bread drivers in Boston. Yeah. Just like no, this is my friend who's hammered, who's not oh, communicating oh, yeah. well on the curb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or tried to like grab the guy's shirt right. tail. As or he tried to by. bang guy's him like, or something. Guy's probably like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the story the next right, day right. was, yeah, he was acting snide. Yeah, yeah. He was right. acting snide. It was his fault that I stole his bread right. truck. But he drove around the city that night. Just toss some bread out the windows. <laughs> he had a whole truck full of bread. Took the, took the truck. So, <laughs> panel truck. And then he just, he ruined it. He wrecked <laughs> the bread truck. <laughs> what did he do? Like drive he, he tried to drive it through a strip mall opening. Yeah. And he got stuck <laughs> in the opening. And right. he just abandoned the truck. Okay. So... But then weeks. he went back, got it, dropped it off as his sister's little extended to no, it doesn't. Yeah, hey, that's the EP yeah. edition. So we, two weeks later, I'm standing in front like this is my bread truck. <laughs> this is my. So bread truck. I hop in the bread truck and Much I start driving away. And I'm Walsh. driving like a fucking maniac. Well, you did. You pulled. Oh yeah. Off. Is there anything better than renting a car or driving a friend's car that has like good pickup? Yeah. And you just beat it to shit. Because you don't have yeah it's you don't exactly about it, right. it's not your car you're not worried about the life of this thing mm-hmm. you know you're living and I don't mean like beat a friend's car but I mean like use cars we always go to rent a wreck and we just beat the fucking thing to shit and it's a chance for you to drive like a race car driver yeah to use the e brake on turns oh, normal turns do donuts <laughs> when there's no yeah. snow oh I can turn around here just <laughs> <laughs> exactly and yeah. you're fucking somebody's car so I mean we're miserable people so you so, got that you got so in the truck I'm driving around like oh, it's just me. Just like, you. So all my friends, I just abandoned them. Everyone's all my in shit's the bar. back there. There's, there's got to be 60 people like, in the what bar. What do I want to do with this car? Do I want to see just smash it into a wall? You know, <laughs> what do I want to do with it? And uh, and just have a bread airbag. Instead, <laughs> I went and sat in a, par- a parking lot. I was like, what can I do with this car? And, and finally, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to bring it back. But when I brought it back, I, f- I parked it in the opposite direction, the exact same spot, but facing the other way. Right. And the fucking guy still wasn't out of He's still in there. The bar. Yeah. I don't know if he was banging a girl in the back or what was happening with him, but he, had he a lot of bread did to not. Stack. It was like 15 minutes after he entered this, and he left that car running. I returned it in the opposite direction. He came out, Changed and all the everyone channels. was just sitting there giggling. Oh, man. Everyone was just, <laughs> yeah. like, just stifling their right. laughter. When he came out, he was just like, fuck. 
He just walked out. He Fuck. paused. There was like a moment where he paused. He saw that the truck. He just like noticed something was off, but then he realized what it was, and he's like, "Fuck." Oh, yeah. Fuck! But, but, and, just and fuck. Someone, yeah. yeah, just fuck. That's all, and then like he was just he staring at us, just staring us down. So then he cool. does like one of our favorite things when people get upset, they start slamming things. Yeah. So he's like slamming the, throws the thing in the back, slams the God back. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! But nothing had happened. The car no, no, was no, fine. It's like all his what own he was stuff. so angry about. Yeah. He was more angry at himself, I'm sure, maybe. For leaving the, the idol? The I don't know. There. Sometimes people take out their anger on other people, but he didn't want to challenge us or mm-hmm. anything. He and, also, uh, it's it's he, they, the enemy is a ninja because he doesn't know who did it. Yeah, he has yeah, no yeah. idea. Yeah. It's not he's like he's gonna go turn up. around and grab someone and start shaking him. Like, yeah. who did this? No one will admit. You guys, yeah. are, you oh, guys Jesus. are. Oh Jesus! Uh, what's not it called? Some the thickest thieves. No. Actually, <laughs> actually, we will admit when we get to a certain point, just to because if he called me, eventually we're like, no, I didn't do it. Didn't do it. If we eventually said like, all right, I fucking did it. Wow. What would what he are you say? Do? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What are you Call gonna, the you're cops. Gonna, you're going to fight me yeah. over this? I mean, we've certainly gotten into fights over that shit, but he's yeah. like, what do you got? And then the logic of the situation, we just turned it around. We didn't right. even do yeah. anything to you. We, so then so you're not so, even missing so you know, any bread. So exactly. God forbid. So it's just a, it's, it's not, it's a harmless prank that we made people laugh with. So he gets in, slams the door. I had shut off his music. And you see him turn on the music, and then he just yelled "fuck" again because ah, I changed the station, ah. to, changed uh, all the stations. classical music stations. You know, just a subtle thing. God, you know, just a that's good. That's just the last show. needle. No more yeah. Zeppelin. Yeah, that's like when the valet farts in your car. <laughs> yeah, I stop valet. Yeah, yeah. I won't do it ever again. I've n- I hate it anyway. I hate it. I've done it like a couple times because I had to. Sometimes you have to out here. Sometimes it's you have to, fuck. which kills me. I, you think just, those yeah. guys are saving that fart? I they so. save it and they fart right before they I give you the so. car. Do you have a fart in a bottle? I haven't. I've thought have about you? this recently, actually. <laughs> have you? I actually, Britt was showing me this little ring you can get. It's like a little ring that has a glass globe. Yeah. And you can put whatever you want in there and you can seal it shut. Yeah. It comes with a little sealant, so it's like a customizable glass globe ring. And I was like... Pretty cool to oh, fart, and fart in that ring, but seal it up. I know, but nobody would <laughs> nobody would open it up to sniff. Like if you fart oh, okay. in a bottle, oh, it'd be so funny to wave bottle, that. I believe they drink their Pepsi. You have farted in a bottle. I believe twenty, oh, 20 years later, really? I've had you open fart up your a bottle. fart ring. We farted in a bottle. Um, you know, it's so We've kept bottles on shelves with but farts in them. Yeah, that's what, no, that's what I'm thinking. Like a valet maybe has a fart in a bottle that he just releases. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Like a like an evil spirit. Why? Because to him, anybody is like Scrooge McDuck when yeah. they pull up in a valet car, right? Because we're all working stiffs, right? But he doesn't know. No, he doesn't McDuck know. Duck. Well, this, this guy, he, Camry he with no hubcaps on it. I should have known when he had the when he pulled up with the windows all down. I'm like I don't need the windows down. I get in the car and I'm like. Oh, oh, that was an oh I see. Pasta. <laughs> oh, can I have that tip back, please? Yeah. So he knew, but he made the mis- he just made a mistake. Then I think he probably he wasn't trying to like yeah. I don't but know. with all windows Fishbowl down, you with yeah. farts. that was a classy touch. Yeah, yeah with all the did. windows down, <laughs> it was a little something. Sometimes you can't help yourself. You just I don't fart. do much farting though, because but that's just me. I wish I, rough, I wish I did more. You take your digestive situation right. very seriously. Oh, yeah. Well, you, well, it's you've not, had problems. Yeah, I have. Have you talked about them on the we show? We have, yeah. We, have, we, had a, we had a very special digestive episode. I think it was number four. <laughs> was that what it was called? A very, very special, special digestive. digestive. I think you call it something weird and technical. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I think there's, there's some weird, I learned, weird word I learned about called extra intestinal. That's a word. Extra? Intestinal. Intestinal? Yeah. Instead of terrestrial? Well, it's the same Somebody as like, just made this you know, thing something up? Is extracurricular, it's the same as extracurricular. Extra intestinal. So outside of the intestines. I I, think that's, that's a bad 
sci-fi movie now. Extra intestinal, <laughs> extra intestinal terrestrials. They come out of your colon. Yeah, colon, colon blowers. Yeah, right. The old colon, ki- yeah. the old colon kids. Yeah. Colon. Colon. They came from a planet that was nothing but colons. <laughs> right inside a large man. Colons. So you guys do a lot of comedy. You guys are comedians. We are. Yeah. yeah. You guys are. Uh, you guys yeah. do a lot of comedy. Yeah. Comedy store. Good. Good deal of comedy. You guys are on the wall at the comedy store. You guys are regs, right? Yeah. I think we've performed there once since they put our name up there. Man, that place <laughs> is a real fucking crapshoot, isn't it? Oh my god. Jeez. It's um. I there wonder are a how lot much of good people hanging out these oh, days. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, they're I'm really supposed good to go there on Monday, but oh yeah, yeah. For what though? I don't remember. It's some for an show audition thing. No, it's well, just they a do. Show. The, the great thing about it's the comedy stores is three rooms. And it's a, it's lot of, a lot of opportunities. It's oh, yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. It's the one real place where it's just about the comedy. Like the the improv right. is like a showcase room. Right. Laugh Factory is like kind of like um you can have your event there yeah have like your uh yeah your, your, what do you call them when you make money for people who need it other uh, places are more scenes telethon <laughs> yeah you can have your telethon there. benefits yeah. yeah your benefit you have your benefit there get some get some Bake sale laugh factory's top comics to do yeah. your benefit for yeah and it's whatever. a little it's kind of manufactured in a way it's you know, what, the laugh factory? factory yeah a little bit because it's an old tv I mean, set literally it is yeah. manufactured right because it is a factory so, yeah. <laughs> yeah manufactured laughs and then everything else is kind of seen, but the itself. store is not a scene. It's what a is tr- a scene? It's a scene. It, it's the it's most like, scene, isn't it? This is the most comedians hanging out. So that's a scene, right? No, it's the. I think it's it's all comedians just hanging out just to hang out, rather than like right. just to get somewhere. Oh, right. <clears throat> I suppose that's true. But it's almost like the opposite. It's like it's so much on that that it, it's they are against the against the other thing. It's like how dare you. Uh, make enough money to uh, <laughs> oh, to get, yeah, your, yeah. get your car fixed. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's a little of that. But yeah. then that's just, not that it's hypocritical, but they put up, whoever famous walks in, they put up right away. Right, right. and they've been so putting up like newer comics that are really? Be, like really good sort of what mm-hmm. you would call alternative comics like Alt. Moshe Kasher and people like that. Right. Well, he's a brand new. Yeah, yeah just, that's yeah. what I mean. He just like, started. No, he's not brand new. <laughs> You're saying he's newer. No, I'm saying newer. I'm saying right. like more like guys who have just kind of made it or di- the, or, uh, or more indie. Like they're above more water. Indie. Yeah, like it seems to me like the store allows for that. You know, like the more like people who would be going up at UCB, say, or something like you that. You know what's strange? is like know. alternative today and, you know, it's such a shitty term and stuff. But it in is. the 80s, look at the Emo Phillips. He was like, he'd be alternative to alternative today, even though he's right. his joke writing is Second and none. Right. Well, I mean, isn't the, isn't the whole alternative thing didn't it come out of people doing stuff that was not a polished? Spot. It was like you go there with a notebook. It's something where you're not. It was a rejection against going up there and having your ten minutes that has been done a hundred and fifty times. And it's like everything is like it's like a perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah. meter. Do you know where? Yeah. Oh, we, I, I have a lot of I've accounted for a two point five second laughs break there and now we'll <laughs> yeah. move on to this joke which will ensure that Johnny Carson will turn his head L- left LPMs. 45 degrees right. yeah that's la- I, I thought it came last from people right. just not doing it in clubs you know an alternative cl- oh yeah well that clubs. too yeah it's bars yeah. and places where yeah. people have access to hit you because there's no <laughs> yeah. there's no like staff yeah there's no staff non-staff so I don't I, I, 
it's, uh, it's hard to define the store, I guess, is what yeah. we're getting at. It's, That's it's why we like it up there. There's yeah. other podcasts that, that are better than this one, I think. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of podcasts that deal with the store. Uh, name two. Yeah. Uh, Ari name Shafir, two. I think. Uh, he talks about the store. He's a, he's a pretty uh, regular store guy. He is. He's a store guy. Uh, he is a store guy. I guess Duncan talks about it sometimes. He used to spend a lot of time yeah. there. He used Duncan to be the talent booker the there. Store. Yeah, yeah, for like six years, I think. Yeah. Who else has and that? Duncan is, Duncan is, I mean... Alternative, Duncan is. I, I'd say so. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, you, not, you guys all. I'm used to play. Are you a guys lot. alternative? I guess you are. I kind of think know. you are. Like, I don't know. I don't know. John, to it's what? hard to say. I would exactly. say. Exactly. I would say exactly. that people would say so. Yeah, I think they would say. But so. But I think we're just trying to be funny. Usually, just a couple of guys. Just a couple just of guys. Just, just trying. 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 Just trying to be funny. <laughs> Driving a yeah. Toyota Camry. So <laughs> we used back to love. By the way, Chris, when we were younger, right. Would not, you could only call him Luke Duke. Luke Duke. Luke yeah. Duke. Why? For a good like year so or two of my life. You that was that. Like the Duke I had boys. an orange, uh, like a an orange silk screen jacket. My right. dad made him the jacket with the uh, rebel flag on the back. Oh my god! And it god. said Luke on the sleeve. Yeah. My dad made it for me. So you probably wore that around all the time. All the time. What is I that was probably like, like five years old, I guess. What do people I think, think about that? Five to seven. Like three. Or maybe I was like three to seven. So how does that go down in the north? And, and, uh, oh, people didn't care. They, they thought it was a shit. space show. It was a TV show. That was the point. Yeah. Spa- they like, look at this I think it was because of the kid. Dukes of Hazard was really popular. I think people kind of just didn't really... Yeah, and, and no, people weren't as... You were three and four years old. Nobody gave a shit. Yeah, people don't care. But also, these days, people are a little bit more sensitive, I think. People are sensitive these days. People are sensitive as hell. People love to be offended. I feel like that's like the yeah. new. Well, oh, well, what do you do? Well, I work in an office, and when I'm not working, I just find ways to be offended by things that are mildly <laughs> offensive. Much. Yeah. Ooh, I don't. Ooh, I don't like the way he said that. I. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You, have you guys ever offended someone like deeply? All the yeah. time. Constantly. Really? Pretty what often. The, what's the most recent example that it really? Uh, I don't know the most recent. Oh, today. With your Today. card. Oh, the oh, card, okay. Card, yeah. Right. With my card. Um, I, just yelled I, at, I just yelled at a lady. I said, hey, fuck you! <laughs> Today, just because I felt like offending her. Which she was wasn't like, offended. I, I know, fuck me. No. no. <laughs> We're in Los Angeles. It's a lot harder to offend people out here. It is. I guess it is. It is, is it? Or is it the other uh, way around? No, it's, like it's, it's hard to offend the crazies. But right, the no, crazies. It's easy to offend some people. I had I a offend, crazy I guy. I a guy in a meeting. Really? Um, is this an entertainment yeah. in- industry meeting? And uh, he was oh, offended yeah. by like kind of like God, my David's life. philosophy. Yeah. Really? Which what was, was he offended yeah. by? Uh, Name names. He was no. offended that um, I thought yeah, I was for us anyway. It's good to go through life. We if, had pitched a show just based around this idea where we were kind of ne'er do wells, yeah. right? Ne'er do wells. Getting like, in trouble, but hang like against like little work, kids. You if know? you don't have to work, we're grown men who never grew up. Like even yeah. though comedy is work to us, it's right. not work. You it's know? not work, work. Yeah. So it's if not, you, don't you don't have, have to, punch if anything. you can make your way through life, if you are like just like uh, artists, like a patrons and stuff like that, if mm-hmm. you can make your way through life without like like my dad who's wounded now, like hanging ducked or knocking tin or whatever the hell it is and mm. and get through life you know enjoying yourself uh you know progressing evolving learning in a different way and without doing without sitting in an office or if doing you like can a- do that 
why like why would someone like Bill Gates continue to work when you're worth fucking 86 billion dollars? You know, right. and I understand self-worth. For well, does he do that? He doesn't anymore. But self-worth for right. a lot of people is caught up in making money and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's never they don't been have that way else. for us. So when we're kind of putting forth and there's these guys who are like, but what are they working towards? We're like, they just like to go out and have fun. They like funning. So now, he, with this term we made up, we made fun a <laughs> verb. We're like, we just like funning. Funning, right? And he was like, so you're saying anybody who does that is an asshole? I'm like, no, not at all. Who does what? Who works like... Yeah, who works in an office or whatever. Like, no, we just don't want to do that. And if you don't have to do that... Why why, should you? Why why should you exactly? Outlawry. Why? I mean, it's a pretty new idea, relatively new as far as people have been around, the idea that you go to this job that has time, that has a a start and an end time. That's ridiculous. Right, and a lot of times you're doing nothing. Right. You know, you're doing something that's supposed to mean something, but it's bullshit. Yeah, it means nothing. It's a complete abdication of responsibility because it's this... We have like... Well, this is a longer discussion. I, yeah, know, I think it. it has something to do with uh, the fact that um, the idea that like, we live in like a mechanized society and everything is, so many things are taken care of for us. Worker bees. Right. That we, there's no work for you to do. So your work is, you can regiment work down to this little, to nothing. Basically, it's like right. it's just you can have like, oh, uh, we're we're done. We're yeah. uh, yep. five o'clock. Sorry. It, yeah, <laughs> sorry, exactly. We're, sorry, we're close. And it's kind of like killing time. Everyone's killing time in their own way. Yeah. No, yeah. It's where and, you choose to kill your time. And some of those situations are brutal. Right. Playing the game within well, it. There's this. There's this uh, really great book and uh, well, a couple of books by this guy Tom Hodgkinson. No. He's this English guy. He wrote a book called How to Be Free and How to Be Idle. Yeah. And uh, he has a magazine called The Idler, and he's all about, talks about a lot of the stuff about how, you know, basically not doing. Like, don't, people do too much. There's too much, like, doing. There's too much, uh, there's, right. not, there's not enough of not doing. There's not enough just do, do nothing. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's yeah, okay yeah. to do nothing. Yeah. How he talks about how uh, back in, during serfdom, how yeah. the average, There was a whole political party called the Do Nothings. Really? Yeah, there that was at sense. one point, but they really did nothing. <laughs> and, and did nothing. It didn't really worse. work out. But, <laughs> but yeah, but anyway. He talks about that, about how yeah. the, your idle time back when you know, we had this idea that if you were a serf on uh, some land, like a true landlord's land, that you were toiling in the fields yeah. all day. And it's actually not true at all. You worked very little. And there was like a, a, a saint's feast every week, pretty yeah. much. And oh, really? There was all this stuff happening that, <laughs> that you work very little. And, and yeah. there's all these holidays constantly happening. And yeah. we work a lot more now than we ever have, especially in America. Like America's like, we're like a bunch of fucking work freaks. Oh, Christ almighty. Just yeah. Like it's always about Crack on those rocks, it's man. It's just about work, work, work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for what? It's you, you work to make money to pay for the things you don't need a lot of times. You know, it's like the, oh, constantly. Yeah. Oh, consumption is... So, it's a weird so, thing. So back to the meeting. So right, David, the meeting. we're in the middle I'd of this meeting and we're, we're pitching this thing and we're, we're going on about it and the guy's like, so... So what do they do? They don't they do not do anything? And Dave's like, well, we just, you know, they just go pal around and kind of... They do everything. ...get into trouble yeah. and yeah. mess around. They're just living and, their lives. Right, they're just having right. fun. And they and then he's like, so what are their responsibilities? And Dave's like, Derry, they don't have any responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, so what are you trying to say? Like it was almost like oh, he, he started to take it as like a personal affront. Oh, it totally was That's funny. Personal to him. Dave's like, well, I believe that you know in life you should really the ideal is to have no responsibility. Yeah. Like to have not what, what responsibilities you have. Right. Yeah. Other than for for your own exactly. personal... Exactly. If you choose uh, to have a kid, that's your responsibility right. to a certain degree. Your like, responsibility for your actions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Res- that's, that's a personal responsibility. Yeah, but as long as you're not hurting... I explain this to the guy. As long mm. as you're not hurting anybody... Right. And, you know, good is 
who the hell knows what good is. But as long as you're going through life and, and you're not... Do no harm. That is a great way to put it. Yeah. Then, who's a f- then what is the problem? Take only pictures, leave only footprints. <laughs> <laughs> it's that the was mo- the sign that, that was the motto of the. That was the sign the on the tree. But I when, when you would drive into we our were, campground we as kids, shit. but it was nailed there. Yeah, yeah. We, we weren't shitting on anybody who no. chooses to work right. in any way. Well, he whatsoever. probably got offended because he's there's a little itch at the back of his head. He's like, I, I, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. yeah. I, well, you sit. Yeah. No, no. Like if no, I, no, if, no, no, I can't. It's just funny that we go in to pitch this. TV show, and we end up in this like philosophical oh, argument with this guy, and then it was like, uh, you know, yeah. like two weeks later, we really love the idea, but so and so doesn't do whatever. Jeez, what a fucking yeah. stick and in then the there, mud. And then there was a, a thing where they're like, well, do they have any love interests? No, not at all. Yeah, you we know? don't <laughs> care because that just complicates. It's going against everything like, yeah. that we like, were like. They stand no, we don't for. care about girls. We don't care about guys. Like, sex never comes into the equation. They go like, oh, clearly they must have like these girls because they want to stick girls in for a demographic. Oh, thing. you gotta have. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Just, you gotta have titties. You gotta have those titties. Get that pussy. Okay, we love this episode. Where where can we have a bikini in this episode? <laughs> oh, we like it. We, well, we, we, we Dave like and I it. style is like, oh, Chris will be wearing the bikini. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Okay. And he'll just tuck his cock yeah, right. between his legs and we'll, well just do it. Well, here's a couple headshots of some people we like to work with. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have them on holding deals. Uh, and I think some of them would work. Just... We'll talk to about this tomorrow. Just, just email us. Uh, email us some ideas. Yeah, send We're us open. A send us a we page. love an alternative look. We love that alternative. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this. We'll get her. some suicide girls in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> she's got that alternative look. Yeah. Alternative some look. Some girls with tattoos. Um, but that's kind of like, we've never done anything to kind of get girls. Right. So that should have been like, that's part of the philosophy of the show. Like, why? Because that just muddies the all the rivers. You know, like of of comedy and anything. Like the minute you start to conserve, like who's this for, and I'm I'm doing this for this purpose. You like, mean who's your audience or who like? Who's oh the, no no no! Like like oh, the minute you oh, start right. to think, oh you're doing comedy for chicks. Yeah yeah. Or like or anything other or, than just being funny. Or just to yeah. do the like funniest thing enjoyment to whoever's gonna enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But and that's you know that's always been the way. Like just make. This guy just laugh. Just do it. Make you laugh. Yeah. Just make anyone laugh at right. any moment. Not have this ulterior moment of. I always feel mm-hmm. like um, sometimes during comedy, the I feel like I'm enjoying it more than anyone else is, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. you know what I mean like people will be. I've been at be, your yeah. shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like even if you have like when you have like a super great set, yeah. Yeah. or doing a character and it's killing. Yeah, it's like you know someone someone will say like oh that was great oh. I really loved it like yeah you liked it I had ten times more fun doing that than you could possibly yes. have watching it yes. it's like. It's yeah, so much more no fun to do I'm, the yeah. thing than it is to watch. It's is all. It's very selfish what we do. It is selfish, but it's. I don't know. It's not that. I mean, it is selfish in a way. I guess it, it, it really is. <laughs> the whole. <laughs> yeah, it is. The whole time, like people laughing at you, you standing up there with a microphone it's and selfish. the spotlight on you. I mean, the, the cool thing about, and just to get to your point, like of when Chris and I do well. Because I get to share with someone else, it's the fucking best. Yeah, it's, it's outstanding. You know? Well, sometimes you'll even have a show where it's like, like people seem to have liked it. But yeah. I, I sometimes will have it where it's like, okay, I, I didn't have, it was a good, it was really great. It was a great set. People, it was very good. Yeah. But then it's like, I didn't enjoy it myself that much. So it feels really bad, even yeah. though. It's like right. you ever well, had that's that w- the thing. You yeah, weren't that, weird... going back to a selfish point of view. You weren't fulfilled in that moment, right? Like think about killing, and that's then you do the deal. same set the next night. It's a little less hollow. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a little more hollow because you're doing the same exact thing you've right. always done, and then they're feeding off you like you're the best. You're like, oh, I do this shit yeah, all the just, time. It wasn't, oh, thank you, but it's really it wasn't. Yeah, if I didn't put forth a new idea mm-hmm. or a new story or whatever. Right. Have you ever had anyone come up to you after a show and be like almost upset, uh, angry that you like are angry or or just the opposite of killing, where they're just like, you're not funny. You know, not after we've had that show. happen. Once. I had one time, which is what like, one of the worst experiences I ever had, was at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. And I st- actually stayed away from there for a long time. because Which of, is in Orange County. Right. Oh, and I, I mean, I've since had some of the best shows I've ever had in my entire fucking life there. Yeah. But this was, I was opening for someone. Um, and so I, bad. Yeah, I so guess. Many, so many for TJ. <laughs> yeah. And he, and I didn't know how to host. I didn't know you yeah. had to like. I didn't know you had to be like a normal person. Yeah. I thought I could just do my crazy ass weirdo <laughs> character comedy where I open with this weird and cold fucking, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cold open doing this crazy yeah. uh, Italian accent talking about like inanimate objects and like sticking my dick in a hamster yeah, tube yeah. and that would be they would love that. Yeah. But it turns out you're supposed to be like, hey, I'm a per- I'm the host. Yeah. Uh, who's having a birthday? Yeah. Oh, great! Look at this guy. Oh, is that your girlfriend? It's not. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> so drink specials. Uh, tip, tip, tip. Right. Have fun. Is you're gonna love it. Oh, so my mom, she's great. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. Had to, I don't know. Right. You kind of have to. You don't have you to do, do that, but you got to keep it in the wheelhouse of. Yes. Hey, this you're about a, to see a comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take care of it. I'm fine. Don't yeah. worry. These you're people coming are even better than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But unless fucking, unless it's a specific audience, like right, if you open for Tim and Eric, right, You can but, do whatever the fuck you but want. But this was obviously this was a fucking improv. This yeah. is a comedy club yes. in Irvine. Yeah, yeah. And I saw this woman. I made eye contact somehow with this woman. It was not things weren't going well, obviously, because yeah. um, I was being fucking crazy, <laughs> doing my crazy ass shit. And did when when you when that wasn't working, do you then get crazier and kind of get dig your feet? I in? I don't know. I start or do to kind of like start well, to. I think my brain sort of shuts off the part of me that remembers things. Yeah. It's just sort of like okay, uh, we're gonna just try to not forget this one. Except yeah. then all of a sudden it gets jolted back on when I see some fucking cunt's face go. You're not funny. Look me right oh. in the f- eyes. And I don't think anyone else heard it. She was yeah. right in the front row. But it's one of those things where it just all of a sudden felt like, oh. yeah. you know, like you're going to get hit in the gut. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, it was just yeah. like, oh, shit. And it felt like so shitty. And it took me so long to recover from that. It was like the worst. It's awful. It sticks uh, in your head one like of the, nothing one of the, Our learning experiences yeah. with that was we were in this tiny little bar where we used to do a show in like a basement in MIT. In Cambridge mm-hmm. and back in Massachusetts, and this some this like hockey team showed up. There was like post hockey oh, game, but, but there was like but it women. Wasn't... It was like women and like you know geeky guys from MIT, and they had their like Still whatever. Hockey team? Yeah, that just smells bad. But they they show <laughs> up and, and they, they and it's one of those things where they don't know it's a comedy show, but they stay anyway, and it's like cheap beer. And our, oh. there was a bunch of friends there, but this one guy was just kept. It was like he was sitting facing away from us, mm-hmm. like his back <laughs> completely to us. And then he was like leaning his head back just so enough so he could like feel as though we could hear it, as though he were like blowing smoke over his shoulder. Oh, Jesus. And just being like, you're not funny. But like with his back completely to us. And Dave and I, when he said that, we just were like, both of us started like just at the same time screaming oh, yeah. at this guy. Just like, like we mean, were just like verbal. It was like a wall of noise, which yeah. is how we used to handle hecklers back in the day. It was it, just like, how, ah, like just the yeah. two of us, so you couldn't tell what each one of us was saying. Just it, wall it was of sound. brutal. Well, how yeah. did it end though? 
Did you guys strangle them? We ripped them apart verbally. Yeah, eventually they left. Yeah, they we left, got yeah. them. But we shouldn't have been doing our, a show there because yeah. nobody knew there was ever comedy there. Yeah, that's yeah. the surprise by comedy is one of the worst things that's happened to people. Yeah. in general, there's yeah. nothing like there's nothing worse than a guy. I remember one time doing this show. This was years ago, and it was in a a barbecue place downtown L.A. and in Chinatown. I've been there. Yeah. Spring Street Grill. Yep. One of the I, first shows we did when we got here. And I remember some, it was like, you know, seven o'clock. Still go there to get barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Really? I thought they were closed. No, Maybe they're, they're not open. Okay. Well, good it was stuff. It's good. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while. I think for a reason, because it makes me think about comedy. <laughs> I saw this guy come in. You have to go I'm on stage. Therapist. Comes in. Clearly, it's like his date. He just got off work and he's tired. And it just the look on the face is just like. The last thing he wants to see. But you got to remember, this see. is one totally. of those places where right when you step through the door, there's you're, a comedy show yeah. going on. You're pretty much on stage you when you step. You go, you yeah. go there, there to yeah. get barbecue, and you walk in to right into a comedy show. You become a part it's of a something tiny room. you never anticipated being it's a part worst. of. It's the worst. It's just, and I feel it instantly bad. I'm just like, oh no, yeah, I don't want to be the guy. I just, yeah, it's this thing you can't. Sometimes it's okay. Every once in a while, it's a thing where you can have you can address it and it's fun and like you and that person. Some all of a sudden have this awesome relationship, but most of the time, it's just like this is no one's having fun now. Oh, it's, it's just shut it down. Turn yeah. the fucking lights off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like performing in those situations. No, it's nobody like, does. No, some people do. Some I people don't like mind. you know. I think it's crazy Chris, people. Do. Chris yeah, does. Mind. You don't mind. I like a weird situation. No, like, I mean I, I like, like I like that situation. Anyway. I feel like it's really? one of those things where you can actually learn to. F- I think that's true. I I agree with that, but I think it's, the, it's I think as time goes on, I feel like uh, the the reminder and the uh, reminder and the need for that type of learning experience yeah. Yeah, becomes yeah. less and We've less. We've done it right. enough. Well, yeah. I mean, the preference is that hopefully you're getting better as a stand up, yeah. and you can choose not to do those shows. Right. Yeah. Be yeah. doing better. Venues, but to become, but, I mean, people make the say like to become competent in all scenarios. I'm but, always, I'm always on the look. I guess the reason why I like it is because I'm always on the lookout for a good excuse, <laughs> a good excuse. <laughs> to do badly. That's it's like, true. well, this is okay. a barbecue restaurant, and I probably shouldn't do well here. If I do well. Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. If I'm, I'm not doing well, uh, they came to get barbecue. They weren't. There right. Yeah, they weren't. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. the other day the, the ultimate the ultimate excuse. The ultimate uh, challenge would be to get up on an airplane like a like a DC-10. Get up yeah. right <laughs> DC-10. Yeah. The <laughs> loudest of airplanes. Yeah. Get up on a fucking DC-10. Stand up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, get everyone's attention. Quiet them down and do stand up. If you could do that, that would be a true. You should get like a special badge for. But but in a bad situation but, where things are already going bad. Maybe even that. Like, everybody, like, everybody, please. Here we go. <laughs> I'm this John guy's Pemberton. <laughs> the well, yeah, get. Unique. I would that's think a, that's like a Bill Murray. Like Bill Murray can do that. I feel like Bill Murray is a guy who could probably walk into any. I don't think he could Bill do Murray it. does well. Uh, that's crazy to say, <laughs> but with like giant crowds, I think he'd have to like. He's butter. kind of a subtle guy. He's got to right. butter a couple up at a time, and then what? generally build the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It sure you know, helps like, people going know him. From yeah, grouped. Oh, totally. Right. I wonder. But I've seen him do a couple big speeches. That's what I mean. If you're like a person who. If you went up there as an unknown, just a person, no one knows who you are, get up and you make... Because I know if I was sitting there and all of a sudden some guy's doing stand-up, I'm like, oh, fucking kill me. Arrest him. Cut his yeah. fucking mouth off. Yeah, yeah. Do something. This is bad. You'd have people How stuffing themselves you? into the bathrooms yeah. like uh, George Bush used to do in the you old You just reminded me, we try, when we first began, we kind of did that on the subways in Boston. Really? On the T. Okay. Where we'd go on and just try and start to tell jokes to people. We're like, this is a captive audience. And it's fucking crazy. Or just be crazy. silly. Be real silly. Right. Yeah, and start trying to make people laugh. 
enough just to do we used to like walks. take the train to a lot of shows and that to me is actually the biggest one of the biggest things i miss about not living in a city where you can like take yeah the train and be like oh we're going right to a gig you know? i've done it a yeah. bunch when i lived downtown i did it and i've taken the bus a couple times but it's definitely not as convenient not as convenient the bus here is the bus out here is convenient like, because we were always like i know fridays well, we, and there was saturdays. a walk right yeah. there was a walk to the subway you know when you kind of get ready there's a subway ride where you talk about things and you're just observing right. life and you know you're not in your car you're not isolated well i think that's a big thing is the whole um the whole uh having that moment to put things together i yeah. used to have that i was that was on my secret list of how to kill an audition i'm not kill but do really well in oh, an audition yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, i i too, used to take um the bus or take the train to an audition and i'd always have really great i booked a lot of things i've booked were because of that i think because it's like really there's a couple of things. One, I feel like you can you go in there. You got and, famous and you just hired yeah. a bus. <laughs> yeah, hired a bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's the hardship that makes it because it's the hardship of being on the bus because the bus sucks. And if it's packed and you got some three-year-old Guatemalan kid drooling in your fucking face, like, you know, three inches away, that sucks. So when you go to the audition, it's like you've already gone through the difficult thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. like, this is cake, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you have that energy. There's a bathroom, there's air conditioning, there's a place to sit yeah. that isn't stained. Yeah. So you're just like a, you're like a trial by fire. People you know? are at least three. The guy with nothing right. to lose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the best way to audition. It's really, what am I going to do? Oh, I have to take the bus? Yeah. I love it. I fucking love On it. On my yeah. secret I dare list you. was uh, <laughs> being put in a pit with vipers and angry dogs. Right? That was Beforehand? Kind of, that's what yeah, you do? It was a little bit worse. Than, that's pretty, yeah, it is a little bit. But I've never nailed worse. any audition. <laughs> that's not true. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Well, right. you know what? We should take a quick yeah. break yeah. and segue sure. back into a brilliant story <laughs> <laughs> quick break hey it sounds like you're having a really great time listening to Twisting the Wind oh yeah I freaking love it <laughs> well in that case we'd love it if you would donate some of your treasure to us okay. no blood just treasure okay like, like some money yeah that would be just great. That's going to allow us to keep making this show. Oh, yeah, I got when that. When I say us, I mean me and us and all of us together here, okay? Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> Quick note, if you're listening to the podcast right now, which you are, because you're hearing me say if you're listening Maybe to the podcast Maybe they're not. Maybe right they're now. not. Uh, hey, if you're stopped listening, start listening again. If you like the podcast, please uh, rate it and review it on iTunes. It helps us. It helps everyone. It's going to help you guys, the Walsh Brothers. Helps us it in 99. It's going uh, to um, make Feral Audio better and greater. Not that it's not great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Oh, but yeah. it's, it's just going to, you know, it's like that pile of leaves. You should um, get Will Ferrell on Feral Audio. Should yeah, <laughs> pile of leaves. He would just oh yeah yeah pile of leaves. And he just have him growl the whole time. Uh, so uh, when we left off before the short break, I was reminded of uh, a story I know you guys have that's really great about about the process of the movie called The Town, in which oh, yeah. uh, you guys auditioned for. Oh, oh I think you're thinking of Gone Baby Gone. Oh, Gone Baby Gone. Sorry, Gone Baby Gone. Baby Gone. That's okay. Yep. That's yeah. quite okay, Johnny. That's I watched that movie only, because we've you guys only told a couple times. I really like. that I think movie. it's a great story. It's one of my favorite stories. I think it's one of the one of the uh, oh our stories. I was going to say that movie is one of my favorite, absolute. favorite It's a great Boston movie. Movies. It's fucking yeah. great. Uh, it's, In terms of yeah, Casey Affleck is amazing. Yeah, he's he is. like he's the tough white man I'll never be. I feel like he made me oh, believe yeah. he's tough, man, for a skinny white dude. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't think you're tough. I don't you think he's tough as Casey Affleck. Doesn't he give you hope? 
He does give me he's hope. A, he's he not does. like he's not like a big guy. He's not. You know? He's a vegan. Yeah, he is right. a vegan. Hardcore so, vegan. I mean, there you yeah. go. You could be tough. He's okay. made of quinoa. Someday, someday I'll I'll pull a roll like that. You know what you need to do? Get yourself a chain. A chain. Tough guys wear chains. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a thin chain, <laughs> like around your neck. Chain. You get like. Uh, I'm gonna get a chain. What's your guys? nationality? What's your get whatever your religion? It, either is. way, it doesn't matter what your religion is. Whatever you get, an Italian horn. Yeah, Italian horn. You're immediately Italian horn. Horn. What the fuck is that? It's just no, a it's, it's, it's a like, horn. It's a little like gold horn or silver really? horn. Really? Yep. Right. You're losing tons of people right now. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. Come back next hey, week. I thought this Johnny guy was cool. <laughs> <laughs> fucking starts off the second half of this podcast with a Doritos reference. I love him. And then fucking <laughs> out of here. He does doesn't even know what a horn is. I originally got into him because he does me real well. <laughs> does a version of me real yeah, well. Yeah, I saw him one time with the Irvine yeah. Improv. Yeah, what the fuck? Hey, we told all, this girl he said he was funny. Told her to go fuck herself. <laughs> oh, uh, gadoosh. So you, so Gone Baby Gone is yep. a movie directed by Ben Affleck. I think written by him too. First one. Yeah, I, yeah. Written it's by uh, adapted from a book, right? By Dennis Lehane. Or Dennis Lehane, and, uh, who, who lives in Charlestown actually okay. now. He Does moved he? to Charlestown. Yeah, oh, from uh, he lives Dorchester. next to wow. Pat the Baba. So he went, went back right. down Ooh. into it. Yeah, and gone and that movie. Uh, ben Affleck is from Cambridge, right, or some place yeah. in Boston. Yep. And he and Matt Damon. Went to Cambridge Ridge and Land. Uh, That's right. They and they're fans of Boston. They're fans of Boston, yeah. and they do love the colorful, colorful characters. They of do. And ling- Boston. lingo. And those characters are no more colorful than they are in the town. In the town the and town. Gone Baby Gone. Gone, Gone Baby, Baby Gone, Gone just had a series of colorful characters. Oh, it was great. great. More so than the town, I would I say. I think it did. I, when, I, when I say the town, I didn't mean the movie, I meant the place. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, what happens is when the town, Affleck dude. is, you know, uh, which I think people were ill-prepared for, was how great of a director he is. I know. Is. Oh, boy. Dude, I, when I Argo, was ill-prepared. Argo. And when he... Ah, go fuck He's yourself. doing it. When he, comes in, when, he, uh, when he comes into he town, he, he casts locally. So right. he had a whole bunch of people. So Dave and I, for some reason, we got called in to audition for this movie. I think because we had auditioned Well, you for got called in. Carolyn Pickman. You got yeah. called in. Oh, right. As you should have been. As he always is. Okay. Yeah. Because he's the actor. Right. But you, and <laughs> and you're I don't not care about it. David usually, David has, a long, David has a long Which and storied history of showing up. Like, I'll pull him into these auditions. Uh-huh. And one one I can remember is a You pull me in because theater. they asked for us. No, I, there was one time where I was like, I want to go to this thing. It was a dinner theater thing. And I want you, and I wanted Dave, <laughs> Dave and our buddy James Patterson, who you remember, may remember as an, an unbelievable writer. He's a very funny guy. One of the funniest writers. And I was nervous, so I was like, I want these guys to come with me. So I took them to this dinner theater thing. (laughs) An audition. Yeah, an audition. It was like in this like weird like ballroom place and they had you doing all kinds of weird improv exercises (laughs) and stuff. And, uh, we had just David, begun doing comedy, by the way. And this is like this just is the begun. beginning of David destroying auditions I've dragged him to, <laughs> where I like don't get the call. That, and at the time, we still had a landline with like one of those huge cords you could like yeah. walk well, all the li- way around your house and wrap it around chairs mm-hmm. like it's a family circus uh, mm-hmm. with the footsteps. And like so, when they called, my mother was like, "Oh, who are you looking for?" And then she's like, I think she gave the phone to me for some reason, and they were like, we're looking for David yeah, Walsh. Yeah, my mother doesn't know the difference between either yeah. of us. And uh, she <laughs> just calls us the Walsh brothers. Yeah. The Walsh brothers. That's the <laughs> fucked up thing. It's like our parents now call us the Walsh brothers. You're kidding like, me. People come into the home who we don't know, and they'll we'll go, introduce us and us you know such. the Walsh brothers. <laughs> they think we're famous. I swear to God, they think we're famous. you have an older brother. Yeah. And but so, they call us the Walsh Brothers. Yeah, he's a homicide they detective. Fu- they are crazy oh about yeah. us in comedy. Yeah. They f- they wow. F- oh, yeah. I'm just going to keep saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How sure. much yeah. they love 
our comedy and right. the fact that we do comedy. But I want to hear right. more about more about the yeah, audition yeah. thing. So, uh, so anyway, so that's like a process that continues yeah, to, to today. A couple, we, couple weeks ago, rang. David nailed an audition. That I dragged the phone him rang. To. The phone rang. So yeah, so the phone rang and David got the thing. He got the dinner theater part. He did, and he was just like, ah, no way, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. I went you know, there he to went fuck to around. It. Yeah, and he did fuck around. I go to auditions to fuck around. That's how it works, though. That's how it works. Yeah, it's like a relationship. It's like he doesn't want us. We want him. <laughs> that's the story. That's yeah. the story. It was so, and it's totally. happened over and over again. But the, so yeah. except for with Affleck, of course. This is a okay, new well, brand here, of this lunacy. This is the big yeah. story. Right. So, uh, so, you get, so Chris, Chris gets called formal, in. Chris uh, gets called in and Chris is like hey, 60 million dollar film. Do you want my brother one. to come? And yeah. we didn't know and they're like, "Yeah, bring him along cuz they think like if cuz Chris he's well regarded." And uh, they were like, you know, if he's happy, then, you know, w- I had auditioned. We had auditioned actually before that, right, Dave? Yeah, we had auditioned okay. before that in there. It was like a little casting company, but right. they cast huge films, and they just started to bring in all these big movies into nice. Boston. And so we go in, and when we walk in there, it's all like... Well, let me just say that it's I like was... It's like a scene out of central casting. <laughs> right, for Boston. <laughs> yeah. So it's all these, these uh, near-to-wells in it's there. It's like locals, little and if kids. You th- if you and... remember any of the movie, you have crackheads... You have uh, oh, yeah. you have cops. You have little kids who say your mother's a cunt and stuff <laughs> like guys. that. Right? It's so all when like we walk into this Boston tiny tough. little foyer of this ante room before the casting room, it's all these little kids saying all these Everyone's great things. Preparing their lines. Actual Boston city police or like retired police. Yeah. They're all in there and they're all Drug looking dealers. grizzled and like. Scraping and it's face. just a mesh of all these people, and they're yeah. all just delivering their lines in the hardest possible. It's all like accent. to like two eleven, right? Right. Yeah. Everything. And we didn't realize that the audition. We opened the door, and the audition was the last call. Whatever. Well, What's well, we the last audition in, well, call? Final call. Final yeah. call. Well, we got called in right before Affleck was supposed to get there. He was coming okay. the next day. No. So we both did. Yeah, we both did well enough that they called oh, us right. back the next day. Okay. So well, no, no, no. She they said, said the you ladies. did well enough. They're like. Right. They're like, yeah, and David could come too, just to kind of he score tagged him. along, right? Right, but they moral support. Him. I got him through the door. We were okay. fucking. Around. I was For, fucking around to see Mister Affleck Mr. so Affleck. much that Carolyn said, right. "Hey, David, don't." Say, and she was very like abrupt. She's like, "Don't say, don't say anything to fucking Chris. Don't say anything. Don't talk to him. Don't right. ruin him. He's gonna do. He's doing it perfectly, and he's gonna right. get this thing." She coached don't me even, a little. She's like, "Don't even fucking talk right, to I him." I had it down. She was just okay. very matter. of I was in the zone. This is after the first scene. And with she didn't the, want with us to do like, the, She wanted us to audition for the same part, but not to do it the same. That was right, important. Right, because you have it your own unique way. Right. So it's the second day. Affleck's there. I was this going. The I was. I, I was having some some lady troubles, and I, okay. I f- used that in my performance. Good. And what she said was, Good. the character was very angry. It opened with like, "Well, who the fuck are you?" That right. was like the opening of this. He character. finds the detectives in his. And so I went in and apartment. I was angry, and she's like, "No, no, he's kind of sad. He's lost his kid. He's blah right. blah blah. You're gonna be sad." So I was like, "All right," I channeled this situation I had going on. And I was like, if I can cry in this audition, it'll be like the greatest mm-hmm. success for me. Right. <clears throat> so I go in and I work on the thing. I come dressed apart. I'm wearing like a dirty wife beater. Yeah. I like slept outside in. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I, I walk in and it's Affleck. She's hiding behind some scrim in the back, the <laughs> lady. And they have a guy operating the camera. Just three and of them. he's great. He like takes some time to, uh, it was the first actual opportunity that you have where you meet a celebrity and you're like, I don't know why, why does everyone hate this guy? Yeah. Why did I not like this guy? You know, he seems so nice and he's, right. 
You know, he's got a good, he knows what he's doing. And so uh, he's sitting there and he introduces himself. He gets to know me a little bit. And then I go into the part and he's like, okay, you know, you act. And mm-hmm. so, I, uh, so I, I audition for him and I put forth my best effort and I'm like tearing up mm-hmm. and I'm kind of losing it a little. The way he cries, by the way, is he plucks pubic hairs out of his test. He's like sack. beaten off. Yeah. Uh, in my, but I kind of hit it well. <laughs> and I started to cry. And I was having this real emotional moment and uh, Affleck has like a Red Sox hat on. He takes it off. And he like runs his hand. And he does one of these. Hair. Oh God! He's like, man. And Chris felt he really affected him. He's like, him. you, you make me want to kill myself. And I was like, oh, that's like that's, but that's the reaction I'm going Chris's for. In Chris's head, he's just like, Casey's out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I in. got Casey's job. I got it. I'm doing uh, lead role of this huge movie. Yeah. And uh, and so he throws the hat down, and he's like, the guy. He starts to try and explain to me. He's like, the guy is more angry. And I like, and at that point, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? When I came in here yesterday, I read it angry. I turned around, I looked at the lady who was casting, and I'm like, just oh, furious. That's classic bullshit. But I'm just like, I'm just like, you fucking put me in the wrong place. And then I just like, I completely, I was just, and then I just got, like you said, I just started to forget things. I got a right. little nervous, and Get I was defensive. just like, yeah, I got kind of defensive, but yeah. I couldn't say anything. But and the whole time, it's if like, you think she's about like, it, she's th- like, this is a sixty million dollar movie. You know, she was saying mm-hmm. that shit to me and like all that stuff. That, right in that moment? No, no, no. Before, well, before. like before. So she got it uh-huh. in my head, and when I was like, I nailed it. I yeah. did what I wanted to do. And then in that moment, I was like, Ah, fuck you. And so uh, I kind of lost it. And he but I was happy out, that I did. Chris you know, what came I did. out just completely Defeated. dejected, yeah. like the guy he was going in. <laughs> he thought he was going to reap. So he didn't nail it. I had Affleck, nailed it in the way I wanted to nail it, but, but did Affleck not nail it. But wasn't having it. Yeah. So I walk left. out and I see David, and the, and the way they did it was I went in and then David went in <laughs> no, right after No, that's not true. Me. That's not true. Okay. I waited an hour and one half because they didn't care about me. <laughs> right. I waited one and a half hours. You left. Yeah. I was sitting in there with- Oh, uh, yeah, I was pissed. What's his name? Uh, and we were just having fun. I was making these little kids say fucking dirty shit. <laughs> I bet you and uh, <laughs> and by the way, I don't I don't care to act. I don't even have a headshot. I took one of his headshots and I drew bigger ears on that headshot yeah. and colored in the, the eyebrows. eyebrows. And gave him golden sharpie. Gave him a golden tooth. He put a big X so you could see it. Put a big X over Chris Walsh and wrote under it Dave Walsh. Right. And then my stats on the back just wrote him in in sharpie. Yeah. So you went in there. So I go in there. Completely just right away fucking around. I went in there. I was like, to Affleck, I was like, what the fuck is your problem? (laughs) And I was like, my brother comes in here an hour and a half ago. You just broke his whole spirit. Now I got to pick this guy up and I start lecturing this guy. And the minute I said, what the fuck is your problem? He started laughing instantly. Because nobody ever says yeah, that. To this guy. Says like, he that. doesn't yeah. know. Although I bet. It's a $60 million dollar movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, and meanwhile, Carolyn is fucking losing she can't her mind. Because she's, oh, because it's her shit on the line, man. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, don't. Don't ruin this oh, yeah. for me, you motherfucker. I think if I were in the room, I probably would have been like, what are you doing? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to come back here. And I just started laying into him. I was like, you know, you're an okay actor. We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. Meanwhile, I had told him I loved Armageddon. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I do. And uh, I just start just hammering him on like all counts and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. He, my brother, my older brother actually um, strolled up to him when he was scouting for the movie um, before we even knew of this audition and stuff. He was in like the bad part of Boston, the, ba- the black part. <laughs> no, he was, in, uh, he was in a section where white people usually aren't right. unless they were buying jug- drugs at a certain point at like four in the morning with his hood up and the fucking windows up. It was the middle of the winter and the cops came along and my brother was in the gang unit, knocked on the, uh, the window and he rolled down and they 
there's Ben Affleck. Right. Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? It's like, oh, we're scouting for this movie that we're going to be making or whatever. So I knew of this stuff. So I'm using right. all this information. Like, and then you're hanging in fucking Roxbury. What the fuck are you doing <laughs> oh, in Roxbury? Man. Saying all this stuff. And the more I go on and the more information I have and the more opinionated I am, the more he just is losing it. You know? Like losing and, it in what way? And just loving laughing. It. Just okay. loving it. You just can't it. handle yeah. it. It's too right? good. Yeah. So then he's like, all right. I was like, he's like, what? I was like, okay, your brother, he can come back. I said, no, you lost him, man. He's fucking out. He's out. <laughs> and so he's like, so what are you doing here? He's like, okay, so you're reading for, um, you know, whatever the name of the character was. I was like, no, I'm not reading for that guy. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just came in to defend my brother. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not reading at all. And right? I was completely willing to abandon what I was doing. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on. He's like, you got to read for something. I was like, no, I don't, I don't care to act. He's like, you just came, you're just wasting my time. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. And Carolyn's fucking fuming. Oh, wow. And so I'm standing there and, uh, you know, and you never know in retrospect, you never know if he's going to give her shit for just bringing in this lunatic. He probably would give her a little shit, but he seems like I'm he was sure. having a good time. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Exactly. So as long as a good time's happening, but I didn't, I didn't care either way. If it would turn sour, I would have just left. So I'm uh, standing there. He's like, okay, just read for something. Just, just read for him. I was like, yeah, well, if, if you want me to read, I'm not going to read for that guy. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to read for uh, the Greek guy. He's like, you can't read for the Greek guy. He's a Greek guy. <laughs> he's like, he's this Nico. Greek kid. Yeah, Nico, whatever the hell his name was. I think his name was Steve, like, Philippousis or something. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Harry. You know, and he starts, like, stereotyping Greeks. You know, he's kind of stinky. Greasy. Right. Stinky. Yeah, all that stuff, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know, extra sweaty and stuff. And, you know. And Hangs I was out like, at the Parthenon. I was, like, I was like, you don't realize this. I was like, my friends call me Gyro. <laughs> I was like, I actually smell like feta if you get a good whiff of me, Ben. And so I'm just, I just keep riffing and fucking improvising, fucking with him more. And he's just, and he starts laughing the minute I say, you know, I call, they call me Gyro <laughs> and stuff. I was like, I got a fucking wig that I can put on, you know. <laughs> and so he goes, okay, okay, you can read for Greek. I was like, nah, nah, I can't do it. It's built up too much. I can't read for the Greek guy. And uh, he's like, okay. He's like, okay, just read for the, the same guy Chris did. I was like, okay. So The first line I was is, like, who the fuck are you? What's the line, Ben? He's like, who the fuck are you? You know, these detectives come into your apartment. Mm -hmm. You didn't know they were there. And they think that you just kidnapped a baby, your own baby or something. So you do the slate thing, which I didn't know how to do. You say your name, and I'm just saying, I give myself a million middle names, my confirmation <laughs> name. And, uh, you know, and I was like... Okay, action. And I sang, and I was like, who the fuck are you? And he fucking lost his mind, because I had been in there for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And just, la you know, just... Jeez, that guy had a really great audition. He's <laughs> right. And when I, and when I sang it, like it was a musical, he, f he, like, just fell off his chair, like, that I had taken it to that level. And, like, just completely fucking with him now. Mm -hmm. And he laughed, and he just kept laughing. And he's just like, no, just fucking do it. And like when he kind of collected himself, I and mean, Carolyn is just, she's beside herself. Oh, she's just, she's gone. She's, she's gone. checked out. She is she's gone. She's dead. But because we're talking, she can't even communicate right. that to me. She's just daggers. She's not gonna walk over and yeah. like you know when someone's having a good time. And uh, finally, he's <laughs> like, uh, he, uh, he's like, oh, oh, just. I was like, okay, I'll read it. I read it, and I knew to do it angry. 
and and I must have read it well because you know I was super loose or whatever. And he's like, "That was really fucking great. I don't have to see it again. That was really great." And then uh, I was like, "All right, I'll see you later." He's like, "No, where are you going?" He's like, "We need your information and stuff. Like, ah, you can get it somehow or whatever." And and then I was like, "Oh," and then I said something about I can't remember what the fuck I said. I was like. I started you told def- him he should make a movie called Argo someday. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, and then I started defending Chris. I was like, no, you should really go with my brother, though. He's the actor in Which the Which is family. what he does every time, by the way. Right? He'll yeah. do really well and then well, go, how, no, no, the other guy. How many times has that happened? You were wrong. So it's I happened in dinner theater. Uh, a good happened, handful. Like yeah. more than, more than just, 10? He just got a commercial like, I don't two weeks ago, three much. weeks ago. Yeah. Got a commercial. He wasn't even on the fucking list for Because you went for. with Chris? Well, Chris well, they, said my it was agent a team thing. Yeah. And they were like, hey, they bring, like, your bring your brother. Bring your brother. And then when he got there, the girl who was at the door was like, you're not even on the list. Right. I, I didn't have look. a picture. She like walks around. He's like, <laughs> and then he goes in and it's like wham 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 and then they they basically booted me out of the room kept dave and then the next day it was everyone auditioning to be with dave basically it was like the callback the next day was like they left dave in the room and then they brought in like six guys but once again it was the same thing i just went in and roasted them mm-hmm. you know i didn't even well, do they can't this handle stuff. that because it's just it's like it's unbelievable it's like uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, you know our friend uh who we grew up with was on the real world uh, back way back in Seattle, Puck, right? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could see uh, you guys. Oh yeah, Puck. No, we, uh, Puck he lives in our base. David Burns, Burns and everything. And uh, David is a really funny kid. But growing up, he like he had this reputation as we're all liars. But he had a reputation as more than a liar. And just like he suffered from diabetes and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, the um, classic case of diabetes. Exactly, mm-hmm. type two, and uh, so. He was always fibbing about stuff. He did this thing. He went to Virginia Military Institute. And even when he was going to college, like, yeah, I'm going to Virginia to college. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're not So he ended up, there was an audition in a Washington, D.C. mall for the real world. And to us at that point, it's just like, you're on the real world. He I went in. doing one of those one time. It it, and it was like, in reality, everybody wanted to do it oh, yeah. when you were a certain age. He walked by the whole line. There was somebody sitting in a chair doing an audition, just walked by everybody, pulled the guy who was in the audition out of the chair, sat down. He's like, yeah, you're done. You're done. Get out of here. You're done. Just as some mm-hmm. random kid sat down. They thought he had so much charisma and he was so alive that he got on the real world. Like Weird. that was a way for him. From being kind of a dick. From being a complete <laughs> dick and just ha- just being full of balls. Well, funny funny way he's doing it. Yeah, and being just being it helps. Yeah, and being ballsy hmm. while you do it. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, they're looking for attitude. They're looking for you know character type. They want some. They want a little. And they're looking for pro- people who are creating problems and who are going to throw you. Know, yeah, you have to be funny. Yeah. yeah, you have to be funny and to go in. And because of the way we kind of write on stage and we perform on stage, we're kind of used to that. You right. know, That style, and you're you're the same way. I would imagine auditions where you go in and you just like, you know, the point of the thing, but. You have that life to you. We so you gotta can, get you into can it. color it with something else. Exactly, it's like, something you've it's done on flat, stage. Typically, yeah. yeah. Right. So you're in the moment. Right. Yeah. So that, how, but didn't get into Gone Baby Gone. That that role was cut from the movie. Well, it never appeared in the movie. They, uh, yeah, the guy was already dead. All this description him. just now made me. I invented the scene. 
I was like, oh yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Didn't. no, it didn't happen. Remember it at all. Yeah, that yeah. happened sometimes. Great film, Gone Baby Gone. Check it out on Netflix.com. Our sponsor, Rent the VHS. Our sponsor, VHS. Big sponsors. We have no sponsors. Hey, if you are you looking to sponsor a podcast, <laughs> give me a call. Give me an email. Call us up. I'm looking for any uh, non-military sponsor. Anything that isn't. Uh, any non-military industrial complex or prison complex. Could we sponsor the podcast? You can, yeah. Sponsored oh, by the nice. Walsh Brothers? I, I like that, yeah. Maybe yeah. we could do like a co-sponsoring type of thing, yeah. 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 We'll sponsor. Oh, I think we're almost uh, at the end of the wind tunnel here. That's <laughs> it. That's too bad. stories. No, those are great stories. I love I love a good yeah. story. I want to. Uh, I wish we had time to talk about um, professional courtesy in the, in the movie industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys call it? You have a name for it, right? The popcorn trick? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. The it's popcorn a, trick, professional the courtesy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when combined with the professional courtesy, yeah, it's not the everyone thinks the popcorn trick. Is no, it's you not. Take the buttery popcorn. No, this and cut is way the better. We this changed no, it. No penis. Yeah. We changed yeah. it. We changed the game. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm it's just so. we kind of go through life thinking like, just try and make people laugh in any endeavor, mm-hmm. and you have a captive audience at the popcorn at the movie theater. You do. Right. So just try and make them laugh. So for a long time, we were just going into the theaters and tripping and falling up the yeah. aisle. With the world's largest, with this big... Well, oh, no, turned, before then it, popcorn. Then it turned into, oh, yeah. I could do this with popcorn. popcorn. Like, yeah. you know, when I got a little older and I had a little <laughs> bit of disposable income, uh-huh. I would go buy like a large popcorn. We could never afford the, <laughs> the I would popcorn. have my friends sit at the back of the theater, you know, kind of go in and... Then I would go walk around and trip at some point in front of nothing everybody better. at like a key moment of the film. There's nothing better. And wouldn't you repeat it? It's like a thing. Like how many yeah. times can I do it before? Then it got out of hand. Yeah. yeah. Now it's now it's six up to times. Six. Six? Turns out yeah. six You've times. Done six. What happens at the sixth time? You you People sit cheer usually. you sit cheer unless then, you're at the Grove and they get really angry. Yeah. Oh the fuck! They usually you can't get Chris to six sometimes. there. Yeah, one what guy wanted to fight me. He did. Yeah, but what did you say? Like, I just keep. I'm got bad balance. Well, I didn't say anything, but if I could say something, I would have said it's just popcorn. You know how easy popcorn is? It's, I didn't even get butter on it. Right. Yeah. You know, you just stand up and you're clean. Yeah. People want to fight. You know? I, you know how much popcorn I get on me while I'm in a theater. Your average movie yeah, viewing quite experience. A bit. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in fights recently? That was a weird question. Have you ever been in fights recently? <laughs> Not too long ago. Not yeah. too long ago, really? Was it? A, was it? Oh, I'm th- man, there's so many good stories. I would just remember the one where didn't you like kick some guy in the head for being a total, total asshole? It was my neighbor. Yeah, that yeah. guy was an asshole. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. It's uh, it a long story. Right. Yeah. But it's a good story. We'll, we'll say it. It'll, it'll be we'll a repeat, it. repeat offense here. <laughs> we'll make this a five-parter. <laughs> so, guys, uh, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at the Target and La Brea okay, in Santa Monica. Monica. Disappointing La employees. Yeah, Target and sure. La, La Brea in Santa Monica. Florita. And, I always uh, wanted to like do like a Conan because people now still have part-time jobs when they still get Conan or the Tonight Show and stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't know. Do they? And, yeah, some of them do. Some of them do. And I always wanted to do Conan. And they're like, so uh, where, where can I see you next? So I'll be like, yeah. I'll be tutoring, uh, tutoring uh, over in Reseda, kid, nice. eighth grade. What do, What do you tutor? Um, Math or humanities? Yeah, I haven't been tutoring now in a while, but right. I, you know, I'm a tutor. I prefer humanities. <laughs> the humanities. Twitter. I'll, we're going to post your guys' Twitter page. Oh, that'd be cool. We are at Walsh Brothers. When's your next show? When's the next great? We do the last Saturday of every oh, sorry, month. But guys, we're not in UCB. December. So yeah, it's not December. Okay. Because it's Christmas. We're going on a mini hiatus. Right. And also, David's having a, a child. A child. Yeah. The first. Gonna, gonna welcome I put my into evil the... in my wife about eight and a half months ago. This is how we, we uh, spawn new Walsh Brothers or sisters. Right. And it's, it's going to be the, the, the performance will now be David and Baby. That baby will get older. 
And then I'll have a baby. Trying and to max out Chris. Yeah. We'll perform together. I like this. We'll have them all back. It'll Spawn. be a big old Trying family time. Trying to just time. push them out of the gig. This was Twisting the Wind. Those were the Walsh brothers. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Thanks. I'm glad it made it work. And uh, can we do it's, uh, C, C sharp, please? Great. Good night. We're good. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.